I've started writing my title ideas beforehand, so... Hell really? Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I, uh... I did it all for Nanaki. This... this <laughs> 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 Holy shit. I, I don't want to use this one on the podcast, so I'm going to say it here, but, uh, Seto O'Rourke. <laughs> I thought that, and I was like, no, I am not unleashing that. Let's, let's start this shit. <laughs> All right. This is the Every FNFF podcast. I'm twirling Curtis, baby. Hello, it's me, Carl Germ. And me, Alex. <laughs> Fantastic. Before we start, <gasps> this is episode 11, and I'd like us all to go around and share what, what skills we could have learned in 20 hours. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we've been podcasting for 20 hours. What At could least. we have done with that time? Well, I know in like the, uh, the, since, uh, I usually bring this up on the podcast anyway, I'm going to bring it up outside in this like context as well. In the speed running world, <laughs> there's the challenge where you can take 12 hours to learn a speed run. Mm -hmm. And I recently watched that, uh, guy, uh, Dave Stereo learn all of like the FF8 <laughs> thing in 12 hours. So I could have learned the speed run to FF7 and some change in the time that we've talked to talk about it three hours for like 15 <laughs> minutes of the game fantastic i could have um honestly i could have taken the trash out at some point last week <laughs> over the course of 20 hours but instead i did it just before we started recording and trash pickup was yesterday so it's gonna sit there all week and get real smelly oh hell yeah that's not really a skill i could have learned in 20 hours so it doesn't really answer the question but uh <laughs> fuck you <laughs> i guess i could have found a new job or something but that's about <laughs> True. it true same. But instead, we came to you and talked about Final Fantasy. So you're you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome for our sacrifice. Subscribe to our Patreon. Is that what you do? You subscribe to it? I think so. We don't have I a don't Patreon. Know. We don't have one of those. Unless you're listening to this in a future where we have a Patreon, in which case I take back what I just said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elevate us above the working class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I find solidarity with the rest of you until I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like more importantly, what could the listeners have done in 20 hours? <laughs> yeah, I know, of yeah, we're really taking our... their time. <laughs> How many listeners do we have now? Exactly four. <laughs> the three of us when we review it every week to make sure. <laughs> How many listeners do we have, Carl? It says 195, but there's no fucking way that's accurate. So It's like average plays of like 78. So that means we've taken 3,900 hours from the public. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They're already supporting our Patreon in their time. It sustains me. Ooh. I'm like a Dracula, except I really like garlic. <laughs> <laughs> we are we, already off the fucking rails. We've, extra we've extracted value from their time and labor. So is, every, I guess every this, 10 episodes we can reflect. Is this, yeah. is this North Coral? Because we're already off the fucking rails. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, actually, anyway, where are we this week? Um, we are actually in the Cosmo Canyon area. Ooh, did, but... we, did we get there yet? Yeah, this time we're there. I, I mean, think... Well, where did we leave off? I should say last episode. Did we just leave We were Gungaga? like, yo, fuck Gungaga. This place blows. Yeah. <laughs> lame. This is place is... A... <laughs> this place is lame. I'm done with these <laughs> fucking baby bop looking motherfuckers. <laughs> um... Yeah, so we're back in the buggy, I guess. Just bugging out. 
bugging God out. damn it. <laughs> okay, before we get to Cosmo Canyon, you wanted to bring something up. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it actually makes sense to bring it up here, too, because um, you continue along. I, I, actually, it might be before this area, but when you go across the river um, on the, like, right side of you, there's, like, this weird structure that is, like, uh, feeding into the river. There's, like, several waterfalls mm-hmm. and then a, like, circular pond that is coming out from, like, there's a cliff side that has a waterfall that's leading into a circular little pond. To be clear, are you talking about the river in between Gungaga and Cosmo Canyon? I think it's before that. I think I meant to bring it up last time. And between then the m- <laughs> mines and Junon? I think so. Okay. Um, but it's, it's worth noting. It's easily missable, but that kind of becomes a significant place later. Yeah. Which you Complete, can't, you can't also even... completely optional, but I yeah, yeah, but you can't even do anything now, right? Like, no, you can't even enter it no, yet, you can't. Think. Yeah. So, it's, uh... but you might just notice it. We're like a little tour guide. Yeah. If you I, look to your I wanted right. to, oh, I, one in the forest. I made, uh, let mm. me see. I'm looking at the map right now. That one. Um, maybe. That's Gungaga. Oh, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> now, this is good radio. We're the, we're the experts. Yeah, I really wanted to, like, make it, um, I really wanted to make it, like, like mention it in passing when we got there, but I think it was uh, the episode with Justin on oh, it, and, like, okay. was just, like, enthralled by him, we, so yeah, I wasn't, yeah. like, mentioning it, and then I was like, shit. We didn't have room. Could have been a lot smoother. <laughs> Alex, did. quick, go back and edit that episode that's already <laughs> uploaded and people have listened to it. Yeah, I could. <laughs> um... um Revisionists, every one of us. Speaking of revisionism, uh, I think it's also worth noting here, since we're still, like, within accessibility range of, um, what's it called, Gold Saucer? Yeah. That there is a missable item. Did I bring that up in the past one? Like, on the speed... What is the item? It's just a weapon that, um, if you get to, if you go after disc one, you can't get it anymore. Probably not. Yeah, so it's it's worth doing that speed square thing if you can. <gasps> if you it? If you're a completionist. It's the umbrella. It's, uh... What? Yeah. I don't know if you get a fucking umbrella. Yeah, so, and this kind Who's of... Who's that for? It's for Aerith, and it's one of the... Sick. But when you go back, like, later to go to Gold Saucer, I think, um, at, like, after Disc 1, it's an, a different item. You're saying that during Disc 3, Aerith will be unable to equip the umbrella? No, it's, like, a completely... It's not even like that. It's just, like, it. it there's... When you go back to Gold Saucer later, it's no longer that is the prize. As though it won't matter anymore by that point, <laughs> for some um, reason. Yeah, and also uh, in the battle square, I after I after I went through and uh, grinded like Corey and outside of Coral, and got enough gold to buy the gold ticket. Uh-huh. I was playing around in the battle square just to like see what was up, and I mm-hmm. saw that one of the prizes you can get there for like three hundred GP is just the gold ticket, and I was like, well, that fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so if you didn't do that yet, and you're playing along, and you want the gold ticket for way cheaper, <laughs> well, hey, you got some good experience in AP along the way. That's true. That's right. That's right. There's the AP we made along the way. Really <laughs> yeah. <can. laughs> okay, so. Going uh, from the Gungaga area across the river and up into Cosmo Canyon, there's kind of like a transition of the land, I yeah. suppose. Like it, it's all kind of like a desert plateau. Can- it's canyon. It's a canyon. It's a canyon. almost <laughs> as if it were a canyon. <laughs> yeah, but like it's not made of like one contiguous canyon. It's like branches out, right? Right. And for whatever reason, I've played this game a million times. I got lost in yeah. that canyon, and I was it's, like, I don't know where I am. It's really easy to do that too, because the same thing happened to me. I also like, like that when you it's, cross. It's right there, though. Yeah. Like when. So if you're playing this game, 
when you go into the canyon, if you just take your first left, can Cosmo Canyon is right there. Yeah. And I didn't do that. And I just got lost for like a couple minutes. Like, where is this place? Yeah. Like you can see it too. You can see it in the distance. It's a yeah. pretty like obvious structure. Um, yeah. But I did the same thing. I went like right. Yeah. And I was like trapped <laughs> in like a bunch, you know, there was a bunch of cliffs around me. I'm like, yeah. There's... Kept getting random encounters. Yeah. There's, oh, you want to talk about the, um, the little turtles, the Sahagans? Did you... Oh you know, yeah, guys? yeah, yeah! I think they're also in the uh, remake trailer. I'm pretty sure. Oh really? I think are they? They might have also been enemies in the sewer when we were in the sewer in Midgar. Oh yeah, oh the, yeah, I think the so. Ninja Turtles. So yeah, I think yeah, this yeah. is kind of starting a trend of like in, 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 that any RPG does, where you know you fight a more upgraded version of a character that uses the same model with a slightly different uh, color palette. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, that they're called the uh, the desert. Uh, Sahagin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They they like just don't take physical damage. Yeah, that like, you whatsoever. do like one, I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're they're real they're, tough with that, yeah. Yeah, the enemies in this area are uh are pretty tough. Yeah, actually we're gonna see another recolor coming up very shortly. Yeah. Of yep. the Zanane. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. got like a great name that's like the Zen yeah, at first yeah, it's like the yeah. Zanane or whatever yeah. thing. And then, then it's, it's just like whip, though. what is it like <laughs> We'll get we'll get there when we get there. What <laughs> is it, it's like the sneaky sneak or something? <laughs> yeah, stupid. the sneaky snap. But anyway, like did did you encounter the other uh enemy that looks like Pen Pen from Evangelion? I did not. They're cute little like penguin guys. No, I know who you're talking about. They're though. called ski skis. <laughs> so I ran <laughs> into it. I was just like, Oh ski ski motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. God, yeah, God damn. Another cool thing is with them is uh, they usually come in like threes and they each give out uh, one, one, one experience. So when you beat them, you just yeah. get six, six, six. That's uh, a cool nice. devil number for those Wait, listening at home. You mean they give two, two, two experience because if there's three of them, uh, that would be six, six, six. Yeah, that probably makes sense. <laughs> Called out. <laughs> Shit. Called out uh, live. Well, not live. Is it live? This MF doesn't know. know how to do math. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, we uh, so we finally get, get our way out of uh, that, <laughs> that that mess. This, this That mess and that mess of conversation that yeah. we just had. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we get to Cosmo Canyon, which, hey, guys, I love Cosmo Canyon so Me much. Me too. Place of rules. Did anything happen uh, before you get into Cosmo Canyon? Like what? Togepi hatched from its egg. <laughs> <laughs> Mew, Mew is under the buggy the whole yeah. time. Um, no, but um, you, if you're, you, you, I don't know what the trigger for it is, and I think it doesn't actually have to happen. But the buggy can break down right outside Fuck of Fuck off. Are you yeah, serious? You, you've never seen that? No. I, I'm pretty sure Corey also brought that up like instantly on his episode. But yeah, you get to a certain point and um, I think it's just like if you drove enough and like then get into the canyon area, it starts to break down. So it starts making this like crackly noise and like little sparks come off and cloud like a little dialogue bubble just comes up and it says like exclamation point question mark. And uh, like some like dust clouds happen and cloud like runs out of it and it just like starts like going nuts and it completely breaks down and cloud says, oh man, a breakdown now. And when I saw that, I was thinking about like a mosh pit about to fucking open up. <laughs> Yo, that's wild. I had no idea. I've played this game a million times and yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, Dio gave us a shitty gift because we drove it and then it just died <laughs> on us. I mean, maybe. It's, it's like my real car in real life <laughs> a week or two ago. <laughs> oh, man. It's exactly what happened when I got to work. A little dialogue box popped up with a question mark exclamation point. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, uh, my buggy broke down. So what's dope about Cosmo Canyon is that it's like built on top of oh, a plateau. Like it's, if, the tr oh, if the player right. tries to bypass Cosmo Canyon, the buggy will break down. Oh, oh. weird. That's, that's crazy because I was like just right out front of it. 
Oh, there you go. But that's real cool. sensitive. Okay, so that yeah, that makes sense then. Um, yeah, because like this is the next point in the in the game that you have to go okay. to progress the story. Yeah, that makes sense then. So, uh, but yeah, Cosmo Canyon is dope because like it's built into the canyon. Right? Yeah, like the houses are actually built into it, and like on top of it, on top of like this big rocky plateau, is like a observatory. Yeah, and it looks fucking dope. Yeah, and when you it's when cool you shit. when you first walk in, um, it kind of just gives you a whole view of the entire area. Yeah. as the so- the the song is starting up. Yeah, it just like there's just a quick scene that just pops up that just shows you the whole thing. It's, yeah, it's real neat. And, and like it's it like Curtis was saying, it's like intertwined into this like like this like uh, canyon. Yeah. But um, so there's different like little cave entrances and just yeah. st- stairwells and like a bunch of ladders leading up. To, like, yeah. All, like, like little like like huts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I could be wrong. I feel like they're taking some inspiration from like the Pueblo Americans. Right. Or I th- I, like that kind of. I don't know if it's specifically culture. the Pueblo, but I, I yeah. think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like there's a little bit of a Native, Native American, American flair to absolutely. it. It's not. I don't think it's like. It's not so heavy that it's just like drenched in it or anything like that. Yeah. But like, you know, it's there. Yeah. With the music, with the instruments especially picked Ex- for the track. Exactly, and yeah. The, yeah. A lot of the uh, the clothing that people are wearing. I- Except for the one construction so, <laughs> guy. <laughs> but he's not he's not a native. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You're and right. if you talk to that guy, he goes off to fix your buggy. No shit. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well that makes sense then when mm-hmm. he's there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so he, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying he's visiting, but we'll we'll get to that in a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we walk in, and um, so I had red in my party. I don't know if like you don't have him in your party I, if he I, runs up. I also had him in my party, but okay. um, I think he just runs out no matter what. Okay. Yeah, because he he runs up and just like shouts out, "I am home. It is I, Nanaki." Yep. <laughs> Which Nanaki. is like fucking completely like unceremonious just like oh yeah here's my real name yeah i know <laughs> and uh the the guy who's standing at the front of cosmo canyon real casual oh hey nanaki you're safe yep. <laughs> so good yeah he says come on and say hello to bugenhagen bugenhagen and uh yeah and he just r- runs on he ahead runs off and cloud just goes nanaki yeah <laughs> yeah we well, yeah, because we haven't heard that name yet uh and uh, the we talked to the guy at the entrance who just spoke to Red, and he's like, "Oh, welcome to Cosmo Canyon. Are you familiar with this land?" Yeah. And you can say yes or no. And I was like, "Well, of course, no. You know, right? Of course, I like don't know." It's our first time ever being here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> ever, ever. ever. Um, and uh, he says, "People from all over the world gather here to seek the study of planet life." I read that sentence and I was like, that's a really weird sentence. It's really oddly put. Seek but, the study of planet life. Yeah, but the uh, the study of planet life is kind of a theme of this area and that they keep bringing up. So it's like, that's yeah. like a, a type of like, stu- like, like study, like an, an it's ology. It's like a science. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and Cosmo- I like- Cosmology. <laughs> Co- Cosmology. Cosmology, yeah. He, uh, and then I like, he lets out like a little, <laughs> a little cry before his next sentence. And it's U M M G A H, like Mga! <laughs> and he just says, like, and right after that, he goes, oh, "I'm sorry, it's full right now. I can't let you enter." And there's maybe one NPC on screen, but like, whatever, I get it. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, it's, yeah. But uh, it's the No Homers Club. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're allowed, allowed to have one. <laughs> yeah. But like, which I thought that was kind of neat, because like. This is a town, and there are people who live here yeah. in Cosmo Canyon, right? But they're also like, it's also like a university campus, almost yeah. like a, like a retreat or something like that that people go to to yeah. get into this study. And there's like admissions, and we're like <laughs> only so many people can get in at a time, exactly. Right? And I guess when people leave, 
other people can yeah in, it's know, like the world right? of warcraft q <laughs> it's topical well, right now yeah so if you're listening in the future that probably won't be as topical <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure we'll all remember the time the world classic came out and the, <laughs> lines and were... the queues were like hours long and yeah. all the streamers on twitch who were could forget about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um as soon as he says that he can't let us in, Red just comes back down the set of stairs yeah. uh, that he's run up, like going to the top of the, uh, the the plateau. And he says, oh, they helped me out when I was on the road. Please let them in. And like the dude's cool with it. He's like, yeah. oh, you helped Nanaki. All right, come on in. Whatever. Yeah, there's plenty of room. And, I, and like, <laughs> I like that that scene was there because like, for me, it like contextualized uh, Cosmo Canyon a little bit where yeah. it's like, okay, there's rules. But, but we're not, real relaxed of it. Yeah, they're just kind of like, like they're like reasonable people. Yeah, you know what I course. mean. Or they're like, oh yeah, you helped out. That's fine. Come on in then. Whatever. He's just he's just doing his job, and he's not a dick. You know. Yeah. <laughs> about it. And I feel like it, it, this place also like not just from its scenery and you know everything kind of leading up to this, but like I feel like there's a lot of gravity about this place too. So yeah, I'm sure yeah. a lot of like like world renowned intellectuals like regularly come to this place. Like you were saying, like yeah. a retreat. So I feel like it's also partially with that where it's just like, yeah. oh yeah, well we're like we're full up on people who are trying to study here. Yeah, yeah. I also thought that uh, I I had this thought and I could be wrong about this, but I think it's accurate. Thus far throughout our our show, mm-hmm. the only like two places that I've been like, yo, this place is nice, has been Cosmo Canyon and Costa del Sol. Uh-huh. Both, I think, the only places that haven't had Mako reactors. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and so, like the only two places that are like, oh, that place looks fucking dope. I'd love yeah. to live there. And this this place is absolutely beautiful too. Like, I don't yeah. even think we talked about it too much, but like when you go I- across the river, like the sun kind of starts setting, so it's right. that nice like yeah like dusk setting. Yeah, and yeah. like when you see the the whole canyon and the music's playing and stuff, there's just this beautiful skybox behind it. Yeah, yeah. And I like a uh, also like kind of describing the the look of this place. It's not, it's not what I would call like 100% like natural, right? It's not like completely wood. Like there's machinery around. Yeah. Like they've like not rejected advancements in technology, right? Like yeah. they're all about that, but they have kind of a, um, it's in more equilibrium. Yeah. I guess. I agree. Yeah. Which is now, pretty dope. Now there's a, there's a great line too, where I think cloud is like, who's, who's Nanaki? Nanaki? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then the guy just says, Nanaki is Nanaki. That's his name. <laughs> yeah. Which just like, I couldn't help but think of the, uh, the, the bit from, uh, parks and rec where, um, did, did you guys, watch I've that never seen it. Okay. Cause there's the, uh, that like nineties singer guy, uh, genuine and yeah. Tom Haverford's talking about it and, and jump on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, mm. uh, and, and, and Perkins is just like, who's genuine? He's like, genuine is genuine. <laughs> genuine? Genuine? She's like saying his name over and over Whoa. again. Isn't going to help me learn who he is. <laughs> so good. Nanaki's Nanaki. Nanaki's Nanaki. <laughs> Which like he does say when we first meet Red, he's like, I don't care what you call me. Just call me whatever. Yeah. And, and, and we're just like Red 13 because he's got a 13 on him. Sure, let's do it. Yeah. And it's it's also that... um at that point, like with Red's motivation, even right after that, he's like, yeah, I'm only going to go as far as my hometown and then I'm fucking out. Like he doesn't, he like up until this point, like he hasn't really cared too much because he's like, yeah. oh, well, I just need to get back home. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, no, like he's been friendly enough, but he hasn't really been 
yeah. connecting with people too much. I, I feel like. Yeah, I was gonna say not to like imply that he's been like rude or mean or anything. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's obvious. He like I feel like he cares about the crew because they've all been helping each other out. Yeah, but like. Their grand mission of stopping the Shinra is not his grand mission of stopping the Shinra. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's on a homeward bound quest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, homeward. a lot of the um. And it's also really sad. Yeah. <laughs> I see a lot of the characters seem to have a similar arc where, like, oh, I'm just in this until we're out. Like, yeah. Just cloud yeah. even was like, like, I'm out of here as yeah. soon as I get yep. paid, kind of thing. But yep. But then we make we, 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 we make we, friends <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um. So we finally get into Cosmo Canyon, and you can kind of run around and talk to people. It's cool. There's a there's a bonfire yeah. right in the middle of the first area. Like as soon as you walk in, and like as soon as you walk in, you're kind of like on a you're on like a cliffside, but it's wide, and like there's a drop off to the right. Yeah, and the plateau continues going upward like the cliff goes up to your left yeah it's like staggered plateaus i feel like right so, so there's sharp like, drops and then a plateau and then more sharp drops and plateaus and yeah so you're kind of like on a large one in the middle yeah this, this mm. one kind of evokes like a central marketplace kind of thing yeah yeah markets, there's like yeah. little stands it's, like, it's like a courtyard kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. stands yeah, like with kiosks. bottles and, and yeah what's probably fruit <laughs> i like that like there's just like a big bonfire in the middle it's so as good well you can and like people talk about the bonfire too they're like yo this bonfire protects the town yeah and the only time anything's ever bad happened here it went out you know like when it when the bonfire went out that's the only time anything I, ever i love just happened. that little tiny bit of mm. lore where like the the kid around the bonfires talking yes about it. i have his text up but yeah go ahead. yeah go ahead no oh, okay he uh if you talk to this little kid around the bonfire he says yay nanaki nanaki's back and it's all thanks to this flame <laughs> <laughs> the fire is called the cosmo canyon candle canyon <laughs> the fire is called the cosmo candle it's burned for generations a holy flame that protects the canyon i've heard it went out only once long ago the elders said something horrifying occurred but i really don't know much else about it that's when so the like, firekeeper died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> killed it. I know. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't go. We didn't go bringing back the um, firekeeper soul. We used it to reinforce our Estus. We used said. it to get five humanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all. It's all canon. Dark Souls <laughs> happens in the Final Fantasy VII universe. Um, and we also like meet. So if you like walk around here, because you can go straight where you need to go, because you see Red go up a set of stairs, and you can just follow him, or mm-hmm. you can walk around and go farted around in town a little bit so of yeah. course i went and farted around in town a little i bit. too farted around and like you meet people who i think are in charge of cosmo canyon like mm-hmm. elder bug or whatever buggy buggy <laughs> yeah and like nothing they're not they're not important to our story in the least he's just yeah. sitting at a picnic table and he just mm-hmm. says oh is that so you brought nanaki back here that's it that's yep. all i says so like <laughs> they're like which i mean is cool right because yeah. like even though it's a game where like we're the central characters there are other people's lives going on as yeah, well. Yeah, so he's like, he's sitting um, like in a bar area. Um, I forget the name of the bar. I have it written down somewhere, but he's he's kind of just sitting there and like talking to you. There's also a part where you can meet one of the other elders whose name I forget at this at this point, but did you talk yeah. to them later? Because they give you more information. Maybe. The elders, you mean? Yeah, the elders right. give... I don't remember. So... Mm-hmm. One so, of them is looking for something. Yeah, so... Right. Uh, yeah, and I, I wrote that down, and then I was like, oh, that's all he says. He's just like, oh, I'm looking for something. And I thought there was something you could find. I ran around yep. looking for an item, but I couldn't nope. find one. But mm-hmm. when you you can go back to him later on after mm-hmm. uh, we trigger some of the events here, and he's like, oh, I found it. And then like he tells you more just kind of backstory. Oh, okay. So I have all those notes. We can get to that when we, okay, when we come cool. there. Okay, cool. The bar yeah. is called the Pub Starlet. Yeah, the Pub Starlet, which is... <laughs> it's funny, too, because I think like in the title card, for it it's like 
pub and then in quotation marks starlet, starlet. but like there's a space after the first quotation mark I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's very weird it's awesome uh, uh yeah go ahead uh, like you were saying earlier about them not rejecting um technology at the back of this like bar area there's just like a, a room that's there that looks like it's got like pillows on the ground and stuff yeah and it's, um, it's red's room yeah, yeah yeah so it doesn't say that yet but at, at one point we find him in here okay and, he, and it, it is his room but it, there's also this weird like it almost looks like an edison like light bulb like yeah. one of the old style light bulbs like just hanging from the ceiling lighting it so yeah. like like you were saying they're not fully rejecting any kind of technology or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Like, they have it. It's just not uh, Mako energy. Right, right. And they have a much more, like, respectful kind of yeah. look on all this stuff. And maybe even are just plain smarter. I don't know. Because we'll, like, get to Bugenhagen's thing yeah. in a minute. And he knows a lot. But, yeah, oh, yeah. we'll get there. But, uh, yeah, if you go up into the um, the pub on the top floor, there's um, an in-room that you can go into. And there's yep. an elixir in there you can pick up in front oh, of the yeah. couch. Yeah, it's um, hidden too, right? Yeah, it's in front of a couch, so you can't like see it. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, there, there's probably no actual icon for, icon it, yeah. for yeah. it, but you can find one there. Uh, and I think that's where you find a Turtle Paradise poster. Yep. Yeah. Number five, I believe. Yeah. So we haven't talked about Turtle Paradise yet in the in the series, and it's because I forgot on the episode that we could find the first one, uh, but there are multiple flyers for this place, Turtle Paradise, yeah. uh, hidden throughout the world. And the first one is in the Shinra Tower. Yeah. And it's on like the second floor or something like that, or like the first floor. It might be. I, I feel like I read it and then did, we didn't talk about it in the episode, but I think it's, yeah. I think it might be on the first floor, like where the truck is. It's in, I think and it's And then the you sh- walk into like the, like yeah, the item shop back. or yeah. something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's where it is. I searched um, back in my notes too to see if I wrote anything down about it, but I probably just took a screenshot and was like, I'll talk about that on the show and then just I, fucking did I it. I miss it every time and mm-hmm. I have to go back later during yeah. the one time we get a chance to go get it. Yeah. And I have to get it there. But if you get all of them and by get, you just read, you're not really yeah. getting anything or whatever, you fulfill a side quest an optional side quest later. Yeah, which is so. very optional because I don't think I've ever actually done it. No matter how, like, I, yeah, the many times I've played get. this game, I don't think I've ever done it. Speaking of things that I didn't know about this game, also, since we're walking around, when you go to the item shop, so I, I put on uh, the arrows, like the little location signifiers, yeah. like you guys have been playing with, because I was like, yeah. I keep missing shit. The, the scrub icons. As <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the non-god gamer. Yeah. I was like, I was like, man, I keep missing shit, and they keep seeing it, so I want to go ahead and put it on. I never noticed that there was like a ladder icon in the item shop and I I spent like 10, 15 minutes trying to get to it and I could not get to it. Yeah, I saw that too. So I, I looked it up online. I just I just Googled Cosmo Canyon Green Arrow and like all kinds of game fact posts came up. Oh, about hell it, yeah. You know? And uh, and there is something back there, but you can't get to it till way later in the game. Okay, because so. I, I saw that place. I, I also had the uh, the icons on but i didn't see a green arrow anywhere but i did see the ladder and like a roped like a velvet rope yeah there's a velvet rope there yeah that's like blocking something so i was like oh probably when i go through all of these weird cave entrances that's what I, that thought. I see i'll come back to it and then i completely forgot about it until just now yeah. so oh, yeah i thought you could just go back via that like the same way you're talking about going through the cave entrances but no you did you yeah. just have to wait till later yeah did you guys um, see the name of the inn no. The guy like welcomes you and says like, "Hey, welcome to the Shildra, the the Shild, yeah, the Shildra Inn, Shildra, which is like Shildra. very close to Shinra. It's like I don't know, man. So, and I was like looking that up, and I went to look it up, <laughs> and the the only thing that came up was like this like sexy anime babe like playing <laughs> card that says um, Shildra the Silken Shamsher." <laughs> So I like looked it up and stuff and it brought me to this like weird 
like that's Wikipedia. the episode title <laughs> <laughs> children of the silken sham shirt <laughs> i'll send it to you alex Please. but um so <laughs> i looked that up and it's for uh, some weird like i guess like mobile game or yeah. like just playing card game online that like it brought me to like the main wikipedia page for this thing like yeah. this community run wikipedia page and it was just like mm. the first thing in like red text or whatever it was just like Thanks for the support, everyone. The engine that this game runs on is canceled and we are no longer able to support it. So like this game is dead now. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> and then I so, saw like Reddit, Google post being like, whatever happened to this game and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? So you can hear it. You heard it here first. Final Fantasy VII no longer works because the, <laughs> <laughs> because the engine that it runs on has been canceled. Yeah. the, the You heard it here first. Hmm. The remake is canceled. Hey, we're going to say I'm going to take a second right now. What is today? Wednesday? Six days from now, FF8 Remaster comes out. Oh, fuck yes. yes. I'm so excited. Yes, and I just beat it like two months ago. I don't give a fuck. I'm doing it again. I'm, I'm probably going to do like <laughs> two playthroughs. I probably will too. We should make an episode list. One of us should while we're going through yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, anyway. Um, Maybe Shoulder will be the new uh, Smash character that they're about to play. <laughs> <laughs> no, we already debunked that one. On our yeah, yeah. It's, it's the sexy cactuar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, as soon as I saw that, I just messaged the Slack chat. I was like, who posted it? And I, I didn't even like reference what I was talking about that one did pretty well i i think that's been our best post thus far i think so too yeah. and and that is by no merit because of like anything i did it's 100 <laughs> percent the artist who we still don't know who yeah, the original artist is. yeah if you're the original yeah. artist of that cactuar we'd love uh, to have you on we'd love to have you on and also leave us a five-star review with your yeah. contact information so we can yeah. properly cite you hell yeah <laughs> um so yeah, so the, there's there's more locations that we can get into here, but first we're going up the, like the first set of stairs there's into a, the canyon. There's a weapon shop that I thought said Weeaboo shop. <laughs> yeah, I have it written down as Weeaboo shop oh, in my notes. That's right. Yep. I, I read the rest of the mm. sign and didn't. I saw like where, and I was like, oh, you know what? I don't need to read anymore. I didn't I, even notice that it looks like Weeaboo. One hundred percent read it as Weeaboo shop. Absolutely. There's a, yeah. There's a fucking katana like right on the desk, so it makes sense that it's yeah. a Weeaboo shop. <laughs> but like when we're going up, actually, because that's the first room uh, up these stairs that Red ran up. But as we run up them, Red actually meets us on those stairs and says, here is where I, I mean, this is my hometown. Yeah. And he kind of like describes it a little bit and says, um, the hit the tribe that he comes from were protectors of the planet and the canyon. Um, and his mother was brave and was like a fighter, but uh -huh. his father was a coward and ran away. Right? Yeah. And so you kind of get, this is the first time we've ever heard about any of the Nanaki's family, Red's family. Yeah. Um, he went out for cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his dad went out for cigarettes and never came back. Uh, and he says, I am the last of my race. Yeah. Which is funny because I actually was going to ask a question later about. Yeah, I think I know what you're going to ask. Bugenhagen and Red, but no, I mean, anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is, I was like, are they the same race? I think, I think, I, I think grandfather's kind of more of like an affectionate title. I think like, so too. Like he, oh, yeah. yeah he was, it, he it, raised it, him, but like not like. It's a by real blood. Barrett Marlene situation. It could, well, I was thinking uh, in, in Japanese, I think it's Oji, Oji san or whatever, mm -hmm. and the, which is like grandpa, but that can also be like, hey, old man. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oji san, you know, like that can yeah. also be like kind of a. It can almost be like a derogatory term, I think, if you say it to somebody yeah. and you're like, hey, old man. It's like, uh, it's like that Futurama bit where, uh, where there's that old man and I was like, hey, old man. And then he's like, oh, my name is like whatever. And he says his actual name. And he goes, but you can call me old man. And I <laughs> goes, oh, I'll never remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, but yeah, so Cloud inquires further about his cowardly father. And he says, my father was a wastrel. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's really good. Look at Naki pulling out that fucking <laughs> that vocabulary. Cowardly father <laughs> just made me think of Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Courage. Yeah, I, I read it as wastrel. 
Wastrel. No, Wastrel. Is, is that what it is? That's how you're pronouncing it. <laughs> um, hold on. Wastrel. Oh. There we go. <laughs> that was so creepy. Yo, what's the definition? A wasteful or good-for-nothing person. I guess that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Also, that's archaic as uh, a waif, a neglected child. Don't oh. be a, don't be a waif. Yeah, anyway. a waifu. Waifu. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he kind of he tells us that uh, his his mission, the thing that he does, because like you know yeah. we really don't know that much about him up until this point, right? Uh, but like his deal is that he's inherited a mission from his ancestors to protect this place. Yeah, and he says my journey ends here. Yep. So he's able to go back to protecting the canyon that he's from and fulfill yep. his kind of his duty. Like he said earlier, like he's going as far as his hometown and taking off. Yep. And now we kind of know why. It's not just to get back and yeah, he's not, not be just part like anti pop punk. Yeah, <laughs> but he he wants to get back mm. to his town for a reason. Right, right. Uh, and then we and somebody calls him. They're like, "Oh, Hananaki," and he goes, "Oh, I'm coming, Grandpa," and he runs <laughs> off. You know, yeah, exactly. Ojisan. Uh, I was wondering too, like when he says, "Like coming, uh, Grandpa." I was I, I I didn't have Barrett in my party, but I was like, I wonder. Like there's I some did. dialogue here, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if Barrett's going to say anything he about does not. their uh, yeah. <laughs> with like their time in the uh, the Shinra headquarters yeah, prison, where he, makes he like, fun of him. was making fun yeah. of him for grandpa." Uh, yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, he just has like mm. a regular line. What does he? What does he say? Uh, he he didn't. I don't think he said anything. He in says, mine. "Good time. Let's take a breather. I got stuff I want to find out too." I was like, the only person who said something in mine was Yuffie, who said, "Rest, rest, rest. I want to rest." Okay, that's that. <laughs> I love Yuffie. So I know much. So, She's so good. good. She's got a lot of good dialogue here. I know. And this is where the rest of your party kind of splits off and kind of does their own thing right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. Aerith says let's rest for a bit uh, like Barrett she says <laughs> there are some things I want to find out about anyway dude I'm gonna turn my switch around L- tell me that doesn't say weeaboo <laughs> uh, that 100% says fucking weeaboo <laughs> like I literally read w-e-a and i was like i know what that word is i don't yeah. need to there's no reason for me to keep looking at this sign <laughs> <laughs> so the shop is actually called the tiger lily arms shop yeah which is a great name yeah and the, the weeaboo tiger lily the arms shop. the person working it says oh most of these are just replicas <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> she's like oh people in cosmo canyon don't like to fight so <laughs> we don't really a lot of cosplayers though yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> or historical reenactments who knows yeah. Oh. And it's crazy though because like all of the weapons like she's like oh these are like just replicas or whatever. Like every single weapon is pretty much an upgrade here. Yeah, yeah. I they're kind of this is also the first place in the game that I just fucking ran out of money. I just Same. did not have the money to Same. buy enough stuff. So I knew who I wanted to have for the next section. I was going to take Yuffie and Red, obviously. Yeah. Um so I just went ahead and bought Cloud Yuffie and Red's weapons and oh, yeah. it was like good enough. I don't have any more money. So I I had a lot of money from just like grinding limit breaks earlier. Yeah. But, and uh I ended I up I cheated. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> I ended up um spending all of it and I, I had enough to buy everyone's weapon. Yeah. But I didn't buy Kate Sith because I was like, fuck that. I'm not yeah. wasting the Oh look, I got some Kate Sith news coming up in the next section we'll Ooh. talk about. And it just lends to him sucking. Yeah. <laughs> but um so, yeah, we can actually go around and kind of talk to some people here, uh, some of our party or whatever. And I really like what Yuffie says when yep. you see her in the um, in the uh, Materia shop. Yeah. She says, oh, man, this place looks like a real drag and their Materia sucks. Yeah. Which, what the fuck? Which, they wrong. Sell- they, they sell, sell HP the and plus and MP plus materia. Those rock. Yeah. Those are fucking great. And I was fucking pissed. Mm. I was pissed because I had just spent all of my money on everyone's weapon except for Kate's. So I couldn't buy that. I have to like double back and, yeah. and buy that before I move on. I, I didn't. I didn't buy it. Because, yeah, and this <laughs> is like, I think, uh, I think HP plus was one of the like items that we could have won. 
from uh, like the Rufus thing, yeah, like yep. way back. Mm-hmm. So it like you can get it here finally, but yeah. it's like eight. It's eight thousand gil for for each uh, yeah it's, each of them and but, the weapons are like 24 i think so yeah and so this is like significantly more expensive but it, all really the stuff is worth it too like yeah like i said it's all an upgrade which is like yuffie what what do you even know about materia i think she only likes the offensive Girl. yeah that's fair she enough. doesn't care about the what is this the uh it's not the support materia it's the uh, and there's an important conversation we can get into with barrett yeah. Right. Did you get into that one? Maybe. Oh boy. The, the history of Avalanche. Oh yeah, that's yes. really good. Um so we meet Barrett in one of the back rooms and he's just standing by some barrels. <laughs> he's just like he's like lined up like one of the barrels too. So I was just like, Oh, there he is, blending in and uh we talk to him and he he kind of just starts he almost starts like halfway into a story where mm-hmm. he says, There was this guy who studied quote unquote planetary life here. He couldn't take things the way they were. So he went to Matt Midgar and formed Avalanche. I guess you could say this is where Avalanche was born. Oh, and so, okay. Yeah, so we learned about the history of Avalanche here. I totally missed that, but he brings that up again later, saying that this is where yeah. Avalanche was born. Yeah. Here he also says, he says, I all, I've always wanted to come here, and I finally made it. A lot has happened. And you can respond to him with, like, and then, or, yeah, whatever. And I was like, I'm not a heartless monster. I'm not going to say, yeah, whatever. So I was like, oh, and then what happened, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he says, and then... Well, I don't know what's gonna happen now that there's no avalanche, and that's 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 it. He just doesn't want to talk anymore. Yeah. So after that, um, and that's where we were talking about Elder Hargo is like, yeah, I'm I lost something. Where did I put it? I was yeah, like, yeah. you silly old man. I'm done with this room. <laughs> <laughs> All the important stuff's done in this room. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure his dialogue later is a little important. So yeah, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm disappointed I didn't go. Yeah, we'll talk, talk about it. Him. We'll talk about it soon. But yeah. I think, is there anything else that we can do at this particular point, or should we just move on to the observatory? I'm, I'm ready to go talk to Bjogan. Yeah, I'm just saying to see if there's anyone else that we can meet up with to talk to besides just Kate Sith saying, Where's when's dinner? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate Sith is just like in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Big Quinna hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I, so I, I said this before the podcast started. Over the last weekend, I took Friday off and I had Saturday and Sunday off. And I never have days where I don't get to do anything. So Friday morning, I got up and I started Final Fantasy IX and I beat it Sunday night. I did <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> so good i'm so jealous so good <laughs> sorry anyway continue yeah so uh we we kind of follow um where red was was moving yeah and we make it all the way up to like the the highest point in the town which is this like observatory mm-hmm. the observatory is interesting the screen is weird yeah we get to see like the outside of it first right before we i think go into i it. think that's like the next level up because oh, we're okay. like kind of in like the place underneath the observatory yeah. At oh this okay point. The, yeah the and it's also worth noting that the the layout of this town is like really weird and there's certain points it's very where odd. you like go outside and you're just on a cliff and there's yeah. nothing there but you just kind of see things yeah like you just see everything from a like slightly higher angle right yeah or like a slightly higher like positioning of the camera yeah. it's not even a different angle from the from the junction where we could see like barrett and yuffie and all that Stuff. if you go out the leftmost entrance yeah you just go to a cliff where there's nothing there yeah exactly so but we make it into the uh this like observatory area where we see like a little like like a little kitchen area and like you know just yeah, a little like a lived-in chill space. apartment yeah it's like it's, a cool little bachelor pad yeah and uh we see bugenhagen in front of the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to yeah. explain what he looks like? Bugenhagen's dope. Cause... He's got big Master Roshi energy. Okay, he's so got... like upper half Master Roshi when he's not in super buff mode, right? Mm-hmm. This is an old man. And actually when he's... So since we're playing it on Switch, um, the polygons have a little bit more resolution to them. Or the image yeah. just has a little bit more resolution. So it's easier to see everything. And he has like a kind of a 
like not a mullet or a rat tail, but he has like a he's little like a, yeah, ponytail like, in the back. But he ha- he's balding up top. Yeah. So he has like a skullet because <laughs> he just has hair around his like ears in the back of his head. It's real. But good. the the hair in the back is long enough to make like a little ponytail that he pins up. Yeah. So he's like he's a cool old man. He's not just an old man. He's rad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he has no legs. De- eh. Debatable. Debatable. <laughs> debatable. Because for the longest time, I thought he had no legs and was just some weird, like, I didn't even know what he was. I didn't really put much thought to it. But underneath him is this, like, circular green thing. Oh, you think he's And he's just floating. So if you look up concept art for him, he's sitting on a large green, like, ball. Almost like a medicine ball. And I have a theory about what it is, and I think other people have this theory, too. He's just sitting on a the, ball. The float materia. Yep. Oh, is that what you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well, I always thought it was like some kind of materia and stuff, but um, yeah, like there's like, oh, maybe that's the only uh, You know what? Now that I'm looking at it, I can totally see that being yeah. the case. It's, it, yeah, it's one but of those. I've situations. always thought that he just had like. No legs. No legs. Lieutenant and there was Dan. just like the bottom half, <laughs> the bottom half of a sphere and yeah. he was just floating. Like I always thought that was his like pants or something. Like I don't even know like what. Yeah. Like, I just remember being like, yeah, he looks weird and then like breezing through this part. Yeah, given how um long the sleeves look like, I guess you can assume that he just has a very small frame and just like sitting cross-legged on this orb. He could yeah. be, yeah. But yeah. if you look at his model, it's like bobbing up and down slowly like he's floating. Yeah. And then like there's a point later where he is actually floating around. Yeah. So it's either like some sort of materia that allows him to do this, or it, it's like a mechanized thing because he's yeah. also a very like mechanical type person. Doctor so, Robotnik. Yeah, 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 yeah. A nice Doctor Robotnik energy coming yeah. off of this guy. Yeah. When I first saw him, I immediately thought of um, Dumbledore in Potter Puppet Pals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. So he's also got a like a, a white beard and sick black shades. Hell yeah. Speaking of which. They do let you see Barrett's eyes in the new Final Fantasy VII re- Hell yeah. remake, you gotta uh, get... which I think they uh, changed because of our podcast. I I believe it. Our, <laughs> our reach knows no bounds. Yeah, and our bounds know no reach. <laughs> they were like, we know it's crunch time, and th- the studio is probably treating all the developers like shit, but we need to go back and edit <laughs> out the sunglasses <laughs> in every scene. And change Sonic back. <laughs> <laughs> change it back to the way it was. <laughs> Um, oh wait! Speaking of the remake, though, because we were talking the Sonic about Sonic remake or the FF Seven, <laughs> <laughs> the FF Seven one. Um, Sonic's be- in it. Because Sorry. we were talking about this um, last week, I had to I had to know if I was right about um, Wedge's voice. Yeah, and yeah. I kept like trying to find the trailers, which is really difficult to find. Like the one that came after the launch and the teaser and it was just like an off year that they were like oh here's a little bit more yeah especially yeah. after like a newer one came but i did find it and he does uh, have that like weird mickey mouse kind yeah, of yeah yeah you're doing this for the planet same as us the weirdest thing though that i didn't realize is that it's fucking the the voice actor for it is badger from breaking bad Really? Like I saw a thing and I was like, I don't know if that's confirmed. And then I went to his Wicked or his IMDb page, and he is 100% Wedge. Oh wow! And he is like, we're awesome. doing this for the planet, just like us. Yeah, yeah, I'd like. Which yeah. is really good. I like it. No, a lot. I think that's a great voice for him. I it's think Matt, it really works. Matt L. Jones. Yeah, Matt L. Jones. He's great. Awesome. He's also in a lot of cartoons as well. I think. And yeah. In other video games as well. When you said Beaver, I was like, he was in the Angry Beavers. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the first Daggett. thing I thought. Oh, <laughs> right. That's where. No, I'm Daggett was Invader Zim. Hell yeah! Oh, I'm thinking Norbert. Sorry. I think Norbit. Norbit. I think. Eddie Murphy. I think Norbit's voice is Snow from Final Fantasy 13. Could be. We should look that one up. Uh, fucking Bender is in Final Fantasy 10. I think that's the same person. Oh, really? Uh, John uh, DiMaggio? Yeah. Yes. Oh, shit. Right on. I think those are all the same person. He, he definitely wasn't Norbit. Was he not? Or Norbert or whatever oh, okay. it is. Who was that? Yeah, time, Google time. Uh, Nick Bakay. 
Well, Nicholas Bacay. Nick Bacay, you son of a bitch. Nick Bacay, Final Fantasy. Was he in Final Fantasy? I'm gonna I'm, I'm Google that. Now. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Patreon. Should listeners. I should I tweet at <laughs> Nick Bacay for real? <laughs> hey, were you in Final Fantasy? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, do it. No. SGMC Fosho if he's in the remake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Twitter open right now. My phone is propping up my Switch. So, <laughs> uh, so anyway. I, I, we, so Red introduces us to, <laughs> <laughs> to Bugenhagen. How do you say it? I say Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen you say Bugenhagen, right? I was going to say Bugenhagen, but I was like, let me just get the weird one out of the way first. Hell yeah. <laughs> I say Buthenhagen. <laughs> Buthen. <laughs> yeah. This is Cloud. This is my grandfather, Bugen. Yeah, dude, sure. yeah he just calls him Bugen. Uh, as in, Red calls him Bugen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, we're bugging out. Bugen out. B- yeah. Bugen out. Uh, he says he's incredible. He knows everything. I love that, especially with the the bit that we're going to get in a little in like a moment. Yeah, yeah. Because that's just such a little kid thing to say. Like, I know. About like, your grandpa. Like, I oh, know. my grandpa knows everything. I know. I know. It's so good. Um, and he And he's like a super jolly old man, right? He's great. He, like, every, before everything he says, he's just like, ho, 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 you yeah. know? Like, he's like laughing. That's his quote on the Wikipedia page. Or it's not just his, ho, his ho, Wikipedia really? page. is hoo, hoo, hoo. He says, I hear that you looked after Nanaki. Nanaki's still a child, you see. <laughs> and Red's like, oh, stop it, grandfather. I'm 48. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm a I'm a boomer, please. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, so Bugenhagen says, um, Nanaki's tribe has incredible longevity. So you see his 48 years would only be equivalent to say that of a 15 or 16 year old in human reckoning. Yeah. <laughs> and Cloud's is like 15 or 16. So here we go. If an average human lives 82 years and 15. Oh man, I didn't, I didn't what, make an equation. How much of 82 is 15? Oh. I know we're doing it. I thought, I guess you know what? We have to. Yeah, Hold no, on. I agree. This is something that I should have thought of. Well, let's see. You said 80. Yeah, 80, 80 divided fine. by 16 is approximately, it's 5, exactly, so it's 48 times 5. Yeah, it's 48 times 5. Um, It can be about 240. Hell yeah. Sick. So, yeah, so he could probably, yeah, expect to live about 240 years. I love Hell how yeah. he's like the opposite of dog years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're the pets. Oh. Um, yeah, and we were talking about this before the show, too, that um, Nanaki calls him grandfather yeah wait did we talk about this before or during the show who knows time is a mystery to us all review time review time he calls him grandfather but they're probably i mean they're clearly not related we talked during it was during the podcast because i yeah. mentioned some text alex edit all this out i'm gonna put a sound on it so you know <laughs> that's the one edit all that out if you hear that while you're editing get rid of it i'm keeping that in you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but he's saying um he, he kind of gives a, a little more credence to like how which I think we've talked about in passing on the show about how red is like very serious and seems a lot older than he actually like for the sake of argument, he's 15 or 16 by all like stretch. Yeah. But he's uh Bugenhagen says he's, he's quiet and very deep. You'd think he was an adult. Right. And then he's, you know, Oh, you thought he was an adult. Yeah, and Red's like, well, I want to be an adult. I want to grow up and protect the village. You <laughs> I want to be an adult. Yeah, I can't I know. wait till I'm old enough to feel ways about I'm stuff. Gonna real, yeah, I know, it's so I'm going to get into real estate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he says, no, you can't stand on your own yet. You yeah. know, this is Bugenhagen talking to uh, I mean, to he does, does only use all four legs. Yeah, yeah. It, it's difficult to stand on two yeah. legs. <laughs> but he says, to do that now would destroy you in the long run. 
Um, and then I think he turns to Cloud and says this, I believe. Uh, but he says, reaching up into the heavens, threatening to snatch the very stars from the great city of Midgar. You've seen it, haven't you? And I'm not sure what he means. Yeah, I have no fucking that. idea. But it's I, it's I, very I, ominous. Yeah. Like, he's clearly talking about, like, some event that's bringing Yeah, something to, to snatch the stars from the, the sky. Yeah. It's right. very, I, I read it as very, like, kind of Confucian. Like, yeah. deep and, like, kind of poetic. Right. In, in like, a leads like you need to think about it in like a philosophy kind of way to like interpret what he means right or right. i'm just dumb as shit and no, this is uh, obvious and no. he even it's... says well that's a bad example <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah immediately like he recants yeah and then he says yeah looking up too much makes you lose perspective another good which is another good yeah. like fortune cookie stay grounded set. y'all and then <laughs> this is where this whole episode gets really light and yeah. we don't you know has no uh, relevance to yeah. real life at all didn't make me feel so, like absolute shit. No, absolutely not. This is gonna be real, real pleasant from here on out. Uh, when he says, "When it's time for the planet to die, you'll understand that you know absolutely nothing." Mm-hmm. And like, oof, oh, yeah. Hagen. you just it. Ask us to have a seat first, yep. <laughs> man. Jeez. And, like, yeah. and Cloud's like, "Okay, when when the when the planet dies." Yeah. And he says, "Ho ho ho." It may be tomorrow or a hundred years from now, but it's not long off. Yeah. And Cloud asks how he knows this. And he says, I hear the cries of the planets. I love that line so much. And do, as immediately as soon as he says it too, you just get this like roar. Low, yeah. This grumble. This, this yeah. low like whale noise kind of sound. Yeah. Like yeah. crying. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cloud is like, what is that? And he goes, oh, that's uh, the sounds of the stars in the heaven. While this goes on, planets are born and die. Uh, and then another like scream comes through and he goes, Oh, oh that was a scream from the planet. Yeah. Like a more high pitched one. Yeah. It, it sounds like a whale, like a whale. Wa- yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. W a I L. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a wailing whale. Yeah. And whalers on the moon. Yeah. And then he says, don't you hear it as if to say I hurt and I suffer. God like, damn. Oof, boy. I sent you guys a picture of that and I was like, cool. I'm glad, you know, the Amazon is I on know. fire right now. And I, and playing this game to not think about yeah, that because it's literally know. keeping me up at night and then I read this shit. I actually think, um, so obviously everything's in a context, right? Mm-hmm. But to, to do the opposite of what I should do as a good, responsible human, to completely divorce it from context. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just, was fine in 1997. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to do it in 1997 context. Yeah. Um, I actually do enjoy, like, from a... Uh, storytelling perspective this idea because he goes on to say that like hey it's going to happen yeah it's inevitable yeah it's inevitable eventually it's going to happen like the 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 Mm. circle of life yeah and and thus far i think everything that we've done like every side quest that we've done every time we learn about somebody's uh history and we go through it it's like we're always able to pull together enough to move on Mm -hmm. but it's never like we never achieve anybody's peace you know what i mean like like barrett defeated dying but he doesn't have peace from it you know what i mean yep like it's it's a tragic situation and everybody's story has gone that way thus far and it's kind of laying out to you here that like hey the point of all of this is still not going to come out right yeah like no matter what it's still gonna be shitty yeah and like it, it it really makes the rest of the game like feel a certain way that I haven't played other RPGs that really do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I really love the attitude of this game. Yeah. And again, that's all completely divorced from any reality and everything like uh, that. Yeah, but but I, I do think it's very, very good storytelling. Yeah. And it makes me wonder how much it makes me wonder how much of the storytelling in is like in 
intentionally like things in the real world. Like when yeah. they were designing this, we're like, was somebody being like, oh, there's these problems in the world? Because because like, um, the whole climate science issue started in the 70s. Yeah. So like that was already known in the mid 90s. So whoever was writing these scenes out, were they like, hey, there's here's really issues that really happen in real yeah. life? Yeah. You know? And it, it's also important mm. to think about just in context of mm. the remakes coming out in like a yeah. couple of months. Yeah. And I mean, I know it's only going to be the Midgar parts, but like this is still something that is going to be discussed over the next five, ten years, just like in an updated context. Yeah. And it's funny mm. too, because I think like, right when the remake came out i think i saw like there was some dude on twitter who was talking about the remake and saying like oh like i hope they don't do anything like sjw and add politics to it or trying to don't add politics to ff7 yeah which is insane like i know you wouldn't have any talk about taking context out of it like jesus i know like you wouldn't have any game left if you took politics out of ff7 yeah. It'd just be Pong with like <laughs> hit points. With hit points. Yeah, yeah. Every time the ball hits, you just do a bunch of damage. Yeah. Every time the ball hits, we talk about that specific instance for 15 minutes and then move on to it traveling. I'm looking forward to our Pong podcast <laughs> that we do. Pong cast. But you're um, talking about like real life, um, I think like things about closure and stuff yeah. with like Barrett. And I'm wondering a lot of this is also just a kind of like an Eastern style of storytelling. Like I've been rewatching a lot of Miyazaki's films, which also talks about like our relationship with nature. And like, yeah. Yeah. also like when I was younger, I didn't appreciate those films because like it would usually always end like not back at the start. It would always yeah. end as like yeah. kind of this growth and acceptance of the situation, not so much yeah. of like yeah. a very like non-traditional, I mean traditional in the Western sense right. style right. of storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, it's or, it's very effective too. Yeah, I think so, it's. It, I know. Yeah. It's, especially with Barrett, who mm. literally was just like, "Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but Avalanche is no more." Right. Like the guy yeah. who went from being like, "Oh, that guy, he should probably join Avalanche." Yeah, and, yeah. Like after the shit with Dine, he's just like, "No, Avalanche is done." Yeah. Which I mean, he'll recant on that a little. No, bit. he does in like the next scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I should have named a Red Wedge. <laughs> <laughs> Wedge is dead. Wait, what? <laughs> Guys, I'm right here. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to name Red Nanaki, but I also didn't want to post screenshots yeah, and stuff yeah. with Nanaki in it for people who might be playing right. along and stuff. But you now we're past like that a point. real off spelling like Tanuki or something. Tanuki. I'm gonna the next time I go through just to piss Carl off, I'm gonna name every character Eris. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of Aris. speaking <laughs> of like in in scenes coming up where like people recant like what they're saying, like Bugenhagen does the same thing in yeah. a little bit where he's like, oh, I don't know if this is gonna mm. matter, but like, yeah, well, let's let's. Well, let's We'll talk going. about that when yeah. we get there. So, so Red explains that uh, Cloud and his team have come here on a journey to save the planet, and then says the line, "Why don't you show them your apparatus?" Uh-huh. Red, which I, Red, which, <laughs> which again to me just Red is like he's a little kid and doesn't understand, or like or, an old okay. man, or him <laughs> with more forty-eight boomer energy. Right? Yeah, but like, oh, yeah, no, he means like come look at my train sets in the basement. Yeah, yeah or just yeah. like call, like you're on your phone tweeting and it's like, oh, all you do at the dinner table is look at your apparatus. Grandpa, why don't you show them your doodad? <laughs> <laughs> My dingling. <laughs> uh, so, so, <laughs> so Bugenhagen does his laugh and he says, to save the planet. Uh, then he laughs it, again. He laughs again. <laughs> and it says, I guess it wouldn't hurt to show him. 
Um, and then uh, another guy runs in, right? Like one of the um, kids. Yeah, like one of the. I think it's a little kid by the candle. Yeah, yeah. He runs in and says, "Several odd-looking people are here." And it's not like Shinra's busted in or anything. I think. Which at first I was like, "Is there a Turks fight here?" Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I was he's, like, he's talking about that. your he's, crew. Yeah, he's ta- which fair like yeah, it's we like are, Barrett we are a with a gun of... arm yuffie with whatever the fuck she's wearing on her arm yeah <laughs> the gauntlet uh yeah yeah so bugenhagen goes oh this whole place has gotten busy all of a sudden and red explains oh he brought friends i'll go get them uh cloud please call one of them uh, and, yeah. and basically we're gonna invite um two people in to yeah. Check out Bugenhagen's apparatus. Because right. only three people can fit in Grandfather's machine. Right, right. Not counting Bugenhagen himself. Right, yeah. And I like that he's a, like, Bugenhagen says, don't worry, my machine won't run away. Go invite your friends. <laughs> yeah. And if you talk to him again, he says the same thing. So now we can go run around Cosmo Canyon looking for our party members to invite some. Yeah, because. To- what I did first was run to the save point that is like right out front of the Weeaboo shop. Shops. Yeah, right out front yeah. of the Weeaboo shop. And I went to PHS, which was inactive. So you yeah. can't actually call them, despite that they were like, I was like, yeah. hey, call your friend. Yeah. Again, real yeah. old man energy. Yeah. Using the wrong terminology. When you were in a sure. canyon, there's like no service. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, um, so who did you, who did, who did everybody bring into the, uh, so I went with Barrett and Aerith because I feel okay. like of everyone in the they party. They would appreciate it the they, most. Yeah, that's that's what I went with. Who did you go with? Okay. Well, hold on. Alex, do, th- you, do you remember who you went with? I think I'm with Barrett mm. and Tifa. Okay. So the last time I played the game, Barrett and Aerith, because I thought the exact same thing. Fuck They'll yeah. appreciate it the most. This time, opposite. I was like, I'm going to bring Yuffie and Kate Sith. Oh, I God. feel like neither of them will give a fuck about <laughs> it. And I'm interested in what they say. And so I'll just go ahead and say it now, even though we're not at the scene yet. Kate Sith doesn't say anything. Yeah. He doesn't have any lines. I and think... I was just like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you invite them, the fun things they say, like, Yuffie's uh, like, God, that. I hate studying. I know. <laughs> that's my, yeah. That's my he one. hates it. That's, I was like, yeah, you're coming with me. <laughs> Going to class. Yeah. Oh. I, I, and Red I, is like, don't worry, man. I've seen it tons of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, like, you actually can't take Red. He's right, like, right. dude, I'm trying to rest. Right. Right. Barrett just says, what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, for some reason, you can see the, you can talk to the gatekeeper again. Like if you try to leave, it said, "Did you see the contraption? If you have it, you must." <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotta see you... that contraption. <laughs> oh, but thou must. <laughs> um, yeah, so we get whoever we want, and we go back to Bugenhagen. We go back to the observatory. I like how Aerith and Tifa are both sitting at the bar together. Yeah, I yeah, like how they've like chatting. got a friendship going. Yeah, on. yeah, I do like that a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Because uh, yeah, none of the other characters are like hanging out with each yeah other, they're just right? kind of doing their own thing yeah yuffie, yuffie is scoping out the materia shop again yeah i know <laughs> so good um so yeah so we we go into uh the room attached to bugenhagen's kitchen and uh he says oh it looks like you have them all together let's begin yeah and uh you get on like a platform like a dais i don't know what you call it Dang, yeah well yeah. He, he like he, he's through the uh the door and then like you're in a different room and you can kind of mm. see up in the ceiling there's like this weird it almost looks like a like a baby's like mobile or mobile yeah. or whatever you would call it uh, yeah I know what you're where it's about. like like stars and planets and stuff yeah. but like like you were saying there's like a circular thing in the center of the room that you stand on like a platform yeah, yeah. And, he, and he hits a button or throws a lever and like the platform raises up into that mobile or whatever you want yeah. to call it. It's a planetarium kind of. Yeah. It's it's not it's not like an actual mobile where like strings are holding yeah. the planets up or anything like it's that. It's like Laser Floyd. 
Yeah, it really is. It, it's like a laser show or something. It's, it's yeah, essentially it, like a planetarium. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a planetarium. Yeah, but like instead of the uh, images being projected on the wall, they're, they're like, like VR. They're like yeah, yeah. It's like a digital projection and it's cool as hell. Place. Yeah, I fucking love science. What, what is that called in real life? ARR augmented reality. Augmented yeah. reality. Yeah, it's like a- augmented it's an reality. ARG. ARG. That's it. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Now we need to put like a link to like a cryptic website in the show notes. <laughs> start an ARG that just gets someone to. Like the <laughs> fart sound that Alex put <laughs> in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, as soon as it goes up, and it's cool because like every time any any of the planets in this move, it gives us like a full uh, motion cutscene. Yeah. Right. So it's really cool. Um, and I like as soon as as soon as we went on up, Yuffie just goes, "Whoa, pretty good, surprising me." <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit, that's nice. high high praise." I know, I know, because it's like the highest praise of the game. Since, I know since like the the general or whatever was like, "Hey, you look pretty good in that uh, yeah. soldier outfit." <laughs> yeah, because like Yuffie has like not said a nice thing about anybody like the whole game. Yeah, he's like, "Oh shit, this is actually dope." Yeah, you know? so yeah, Aerith just mm. says, "So pretty, it's just like the real thing." Tifa oh. Prince does the same thing. Yeah, I think everyone's dialogues here is pretty incidental, except for Bugen Hoggins. Yeah, he goes, mm, yeah, it's pretty good. This is my laboratory. <laughs> and he, and he then Didi comes in and destroys it. <laughs> yeah. Didi, get out of my lab. Uh, so he says, all the workings of space are entered into this 3D holographic system. And uh, a shooting star goes by, and one of your car- characters yeah. will comment on it and be like, oh, a shooting star, and it, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Um, and then that starts the uh, like a, f- a full motion cutscene where you yes. see you actually see mm. the star go by and you see a bunch of like asteroid pieces that then get like sucked into a black hole. Yeah, right, right. And oh, they, and also like the the mm. song changes here to a song called Life Stream. Ooh, oh, that's right. That's a really good song. It's too. a really good song. Oh yeah, kind of just like showing how beautiful everything is and like you're, you're in like one of the most beautiful points in the game and then yeah. you come to this which is just as beautiful if not more and yeah right right it's and kind a real of seeing show. everything it's, it's giving you a sense of scale to everything yeah. and um so it's so he kind of bugenhagen's like oh well let, let's get to the subject let's get on to the matter at hand yeah and uh he just like goes into kind of a speech right and like a lot of times we kind of skip over details of text, but I feel like we should probably stick pretty close to the text I, here. No, I completely agree. Um, There's a lot, though. There is a lot, so I'm kind of going to smash it's through it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he says, eventually, all humans die. What happens to them after they die? The body decomposes and returns to the planet. That much everybody knows. But what about their consciousness, their hearts, and their souls? Their soul, too, returns to the planet. Uh, not only those of humans, but everything on the planet. In fact, all living things in the universe are the same. The spirits that return to the planet merge with one another and roam the planet, which is not a whole sentence. That's yeah, it's bad grammar. <laughs> uh, they roam, converge, and divide, become a swell called the life stream. Life stream! Woo! Yeah, I know. Finally got to it. Sorry, go ahead. Isn't life that stream. what you use to make soda water? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the other form of swamp shoot. <laughs> take a swamp shoot and take it. a life stream. God damn it. This is, that, that's like blasphemous. Yeah, I'm I sorry know, I, I said that. Cut that out. God damn serious <laughs> I don't want that to become a meme. <laughs> life stream. Mm. In other words, a path of energy of the souls roaming the planet. Uh, spirit yeah. energy oh wait yeah spirit energy is a word that you should never forget and i don't think comes up ever again yeah it comes scene. up like in this oh. portion of the game but then like never again <laughs> yeah. which I thought it's was also fun. two words <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right now you're just getting pedantic Alex. <laughs> he says a new life children are blessed with spirit energy and brought into the world then the time comes when they die and they once again return to the planet of course there are exceptions but this is the way of the world exceptions huh hmm 
I've digressed, but you'll understand better if you watch this. And we get a bitchin' fucking It's so pain. good. Welcome uh, to my TED Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he basically shows us, like, this is another cutscene, right? Yeah, it shows kind of, like, the planets in orbit, and it zooms in on something that looks like Earth, which is the planet that we're on, which, in yeah. this world, I don't think they'd say it outright ever, or haven't yeah, yeah. yet, but it's called Gaia. Yeah. So it zooms in on Gaia, and it shows, like, <laughs> trees popping up, and, like, a man. A little 3D a little man. A 3D man yeah. popping up. Mm. And then it kind of just, like, dissipates into, like, energy, and, like, there are, like, different colors of energy. Like, yeah, so the tree a tree also... d- uh, dies next to him as well. So it's kind of showing that, like, the tree and the man have died, and their energy's going yeah. back to the planet. And then it starts kind of flowing in a stream, and yeah. starts flowing around mm-hmm. to the other side of the planet, where it kind of, like, converges, like he was saying, yeah. and becomes mm-hmm. a new color. And then yeah. sprouts up like a baby. A little baby comes Which up. then, yeah. I think, turns into a man who, and like, like, flexes. flexes. Like, yeah. fuck, it, it turns into Dio. Yeah, Kono Dio. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, you know, again, he kind of, just what he was saying, like, yeah. multiple things die. Their life energy goes back to the live stream, yeah. and live stream is responsible for uh, the life that goes into yeah, like, new a- life. Everything has a consciousness. And yeah. when, like, life and death is just a part of it, and it's mm. not the end at death, it becomes this the stream of energy and creates new life. And right. then we start seeing a bunch of different colors, uh, life streams yeah, all, all over the world, all around the planet. Yeah. 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 And it kind of zooms out a little bit and shows Bugenhagen right next to it. And he says, spirit energy is the source of life for trees, birds, and humans, but nothing else. No, he, didn't. he doesn't <laughs> say that. Sorry. Go ahead. And not only living <laughs> things, it makes it possible to form planets. And if that spirit energy were to disappear, oh. and, he, and he holds up his hand, and just all of the life stream energy starts going into his hand, right. and as it's like mm. moving away from the planet, the planet just turns completely black and just crumbles it apart, like shatters, yeah, and yeah. it just falls. Mm. Yeah, so showing that like if you remove the the, the, the spirit energy from the planet, it'll just this is what happens. completely destroy it. Where yeah. have we seen that before? Yeah, yeah, could you, some kind of like... I can't remember there being something that was sucking up energy from the planet and just causing everything around it to die. (laughs) Right. Um, But so it goes back to uh, the the, the cutscene stops and we're back talking to everybody. We're still in the planetarium, but (laughs) he says, these are the basics of the study of planet life. And Cloud chimes in and says, "If, if spirit energy disappears, our planet will die. And Buchenhagen says, uh, spirit, spirit energy is efficient because it exists within nature. When spirit energy is forcefully extracted and manufactured, it can't accomplish its true purpose. And then Cloud, yeah, the for, for, for the rest of us, for uh, like, yeah. <laughs> he has the million gill question. He yeah, says, he is. You're talking about Mako energy, right? Yeah. And yep. uh, Buchenhagen says, every day Mako reactors suck up spirit energy, diminishing it. Spirit energy is compressed in reactors and then processed into Mako energy. All living things are being used up and thrown away. In other words, Mako energy will only destroy the planet. Fossil fuel. And that's, that's it's fossil fuel. Yeah. Except it's like sentient fossil it, yeah, fuel. It's, yeah, it's even darker than that. I mean, it's I guess soul fuel. I guess if you talk about it in terms of dinosaurs, it's kind of the same. But Maybe it's like so, yeah. this is like an actual consciousness, like, a soul. Yeah, like, this yeah. is like going to a graveyard and like pulling up like souls and spirits, <laughs> and shit, <laughs> right? And grinding mm. it into like a little like marble, and then like right. y- using it and then throwing it away. Yeah. Like, and he, and he does say that, like, doing that, not only not only is it being bad for the planet in general, but it's also, like, removing those souls from their true purpose. Like, yeah. the ebb and flow of life and death. It's, like, completely taking it away, using it, and then scrapping it, and being like, it is no longer part of the greater whole. Yeah. Right. They're saying resurrection's real, but it won't be if we keep yeah. using them for <laughs> kind of, the souls. Yeah. Yeah. Phoenix down <laughs> will not work if we keep extracting <laughs> Mako. Um... 
And then, so that's that's the end of that scene. the The room goes light again. When yeah. he kind of turns back on the lights, the platform lowers, starts phasing in uh, the Cosmo Canyon music yeah. again. And he says, "The story of the planets and those who lived on them." If you want to know more, visit your local library. No, he doesn't yeah. say that, but he does say if you want to know more, then you must listen to the words of the elders. Yeah, and now we can mm-hmm. go and talk to those elders and get a little bit more backstory oh, about is it. Is that what he was saying? That's exa- yep. He right. was yeah, he wasn't like doing a PSA yeah. like support yeah, okay. your local library. Like you can go to the, oh, okay. the two elders in town and talk and they have good they I, have good stories. Okay, I do know that if you talk to him immediately again, he says Nanaki, his father a coward, so that's it. Nanaki's been thinking that all this time. Yep. And so you can get that little bit there too. But I didn't go talk to the elders. Yeah. So please. <laughs> well, another funny thing is uh, if you go up to the, the lever that he pulled to like bring you up to the planet. Yeah. He goes, oh, ho, ho, that's a machine only I can use. What? Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that what was a good. Goof. <laughs> I want to comment on the um, the observatory when you leave. Um, there's a mailbox outside the gate. Oh, really? And I don't know wh- how... Or how mail gets delivered to the <laughs> it's like Oh yeah, a, it's outside the gate. Which there's nothing it, there. It's just there, a cliff. It's just a cliff outside the gate. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's, it further uh, makes me reminds me of uh, like the Rito race I was gonna in, say, in yeah. Zelda, which is just a cliff based bird people. I was gonna say it's Wind Waker rules. <laughs> They're just the bird people. <laughs> but it's the, yeah, it's it's the like, gee. It's so awesome. It's um, air, for airmail. Yeah. So, um, if you go back to the back room where Barrett was earlier with like the barrels and stuff behind the, uh, yeah. behind the bar, there's Elder Hargo and he says, ah, here it is. My job is to gather all the legends and the knowledge of the planet to make a book. Then even when I return to the planet, the children may still be taught about many things. Oh, dope. He says, um, oh, we have guests. Good, good. So he was just saying that all to himself and then he recognized, like, he yeah. sees yeah. he's like, oh, we have guests. Good. I also repeat to myself what my job is while I'm at work. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he so said, stay focused. Yeah. He said, you came to ask me something, right? Am I right? Am I right, folks? <laughs> um, and you say, uh, it's about the promised mm. land. And uh, um, I said, not really. <laughs> yeah. Because I knew I'd be reading this. Yeah. What, podcast. With, uh, with not really. What does he say? I think he's just like, oh. Oh, that's not what you're here for? I'd appreciate if you don't talk to me about such foolish things as legends and old wives' tales. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which is <laughs> he, weird because he gives he... you a hard um, Choco Billy and he's just like, oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he, he actually, it's weird too because he also kind of tells you about a, like an old wives' tale or like an old legend. Yeah. So he says, the promised land. So what do you want to know? There is no one place called the promised land. That's what I believe. No, no, it does exist. Hmm, you can say that. In other words, it doesn't exist for us, but it did for the ancients. The promised Mm. land is the resting place of the ancients. The life of the ancients Mm. is one continuous journey, a journey to grow trees and plants, raise animals, and Mm. make Mako energy. Their harsh journey continued throughout their lives. The place they returned to after their long journey, their burial land, is the promised land. Oh, get out. And then he goes, hmm, supreme happiness? I believe that. For the ancients, it was the moment that they were able to return to their planet. Oh, wow. That moment when they were released from their fate and gained their supreme happiness. At least that's what I believe. I really don't know whether or not it's true. Well, I wish I would have talked to him. And then he says, by the way, those that came with you are all at the Cosmo Canyon. <laughs> Candle, are you leaving? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's... Uh, weren't, weren't you leaving? Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when are you leaving again? Oh, um, then uh, Elder Booga is in the pub. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Elder, Elder Buggy. You can ask him about the story of the ancients, and he says, you can't talk of the ancients without mentioning Professor Guest. Oh, shit. Yeah. No joke. And he says, he used to come here sometimes. He was a, Shin- a Shinra scholar who spent his life studying the ancients. 
He was a serious person. You never would have thought he'd be in the Shinra. Wow. Must have been about 30 years ago when he found the corpse of an ancient. He was, ex <gasps> he was elated. If I recall, he named it Genova <gasps> and was doing a lot of research. One day, he showed up here looking very distressed. He was mumbling something about Genova not being an ancient and that he'd done a terrible thing. He's been missing since then. I heard that he never went back to Shinra. So, if you ever see Professor Gast, I want you to tell him that the old man that likes to drink in Cosmo Canyon wants to hear about the ancients. Wow! Well, well there's lots to talk about. But most thing about the ancients are all legends and folk tales, and no one knows the truth. And then if you say not really to him, he goes, hmm, that's no fun. I want to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants a drinking buddy. <laughs> That's crazy. Isn't that fucking wild? I cannot believe I didn't talk to him. That's like, I've never yeah, talked to him that's, before. That's very lore uh, significant. Because like, those are things you can pick up yeah, the rest of the game. But it's never like, a, like I mean, explicitly spelled out like that. Uh, and like we were talking mm. with Justin last week, like it's mm. insane how much in this game is just completely missable and completely optional. Yeah. Like that mm. kind of also shows how good this game is at storytelling. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it, and it's, it makes this podcast really fun because it's like a book club where it's like a novel where yeah. like you all have the same source ma ma uh, material, but we get different and you can fine. discuss it and you can talk about it. And as long as the text like supports it, you can kind of talk about it. So yeah, it, yeah. it's like with this where like completely missable, very significant. And then yeah. it's like, Oh, well if you remember that part in Cosmo Canyon, then that means this and this. And I like this a lot more because like <clears throat> we're going to hear more uh, doubts pop up around Genova being an ancient or whatever, mm -hmm. but I didn't know it, was, like, it happened here. Yeah. And that's way better the way he says it because yeah. Gast is the person who found yeah. Genova. Yep. Right? Exactly. What? Yep. Thinking it was an ancient. Yep. What? Some, some good stuff coming. Which, I'm not sure, like, look, okay, so I don't want to say, I can't say anything spoilery, but just from what we know already, right, Sephiroth traces his heritage back to Genova. Genova. Who Sephiroth may not be an ancient. he's an ancient. But says Genova... that the planet is his and that Genova is supposed to be like leading the planet and ruling the planet yeah. as an ancient. Yeah. Huh. But Genova may not be an ancient. Huh. Oh, man. Yeah. Lordy. 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 Oh, God. All right. Um. So... Uh, if you go back to like the bonfire at the center of town, all let's of go your... back to the bonfire of center of town yeah. and let's uh, take a little break there. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, that sounds good. And we're back with all FFs considered. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm in a fever dream. <laughs> Uh, so to keep with the um, the very uh, heavy <laughs> plot that we're dealing with, I'm going to go with Yuffie's, Yuffie's uh, yes. dialogue first. Yep. Where you just talk to her around the bonfire and she says, what a boring place, just like I thought. I want to go somewhere. <laughs> and like, Let's so, go find some yeah. materia. Gosh, she's so good. I love her. It's so One much. track mind and it's, it's always funny. I know, I know. <laughs> it's like... like this is the best place in the game yeah, thus seriously. far. And like so much stuff, like so much plot has hit us. And she's just like, this is boring. She's a city girl. Yeah. She's like, my fucking Uber Eats doesn't work out here. This, this place sucks. <laughs> just thinking about the orbs. Mm. And then Kate Sith says, I wonder how many years it's been. It brings back memories. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, that'd be interesting so for another time. Yeah. Um, and then Eris actually has been talking to the elders. 
Yeah. Right. So she says that like, oh, I learned I learned a lot here. The elders taught me many things. And you actually get a little bit more dialogue with her than with any of the rest. Yeah, of the Yeah, and, and here. Cloud like sits down next to her. Yeah, uh, her Tifa, Tifa and, and Barrett. Barrett. Yep. Yeah, he sits down next to them and talks to them. But she says about the Cetra, about the Promised Land. I'm all I'm alone. I'm all alone now. And like, I get it. Cloud's trying. He's doing his best. He's, yeah, he's spitting a little bit of game, but well, respectfully. Not even game. Respectfully. It's just like, respectfully. Well, he goes, "Oh, but I'm. We're here for you, right?" Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I know, I know, but I'm the only Cetra." And he's like, "Well, does that mean that we can't help?" And I'm like, "Cloud, come on. You don't. Don't you get it? Don't yeah, you see what on. she's saying? Come on, dog. Yeah, but whatever. It's fine. But this uh, weight knighting shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's trying, but yeah. Um, Red doesn't. He's say white maging. Yeah, <laughs> white maging. So, uh, and until you talk to the rest of the characters, Red doesn't say anything yet. You yeah, right I, I like that um, when when he says that, Aerith kind of like points her head like in the other direction. Like she looks away from him and looks down at the ground. Yeah. And then when you talk to her, she only says dot, 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 dot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tifa kind of is on her own yeah. thought path there. And she just says, bonfires are funny, aren't they? They make you remember all sorts of things. They're a hoot and a half. They're a hoot, they're a hoot and a holler. Ooh. Ooh, how about that? Um, and she says, you know, Cloud, five years ago, dot, 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 it's nothing. And, then, you know, Cloud's like, no, well, what is it? And she, and she goes, no, forget it. I'm afraid to ask. Uh, it feels like you're going far away. You really, really are you, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that conversation. And I yep. was like, oh, this is oh my God. And she, yep. And she just <laughs> repeats that if you if you talk to her again. Like, really? you're really you, right? Oh, so good. And then Barrett, when you talk to him, you also sit down next to him and he says, yeah. Cosmo Canyon. This is where Avalanche was born. I promised my guys someday when we saved the planet from the Shinra that we'd all go to Cosmo Canyon and celebrate. Biggs, Wedge, Jesse. Now they're all gone. Died for the planet. Really, to save the planet. We all, we all hate the Shinra. But is it right to go on? Will they, will they ever forgive me? So good. He says, right now, I really don't know. But I do know one thing. If there's anything I can do to save the planet or the people living on it, then I'm going to do it. Oh, he's so good. I don't care if it's for justice or revenge or whatever. I don't care. And then he stands Stands up up. (laughs) and he throws his hands in the air and he says, I'm going to do it again, (laughs) again. Avalanche Avalanche is born again. again. So good, dude. Yeah. Ah, Fucking kicks ass. Barrett is the most like fucking in touch with his feelings yep. <laughs> of any of the characters in this yep. game. He's like, the most emotionally available. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's so good. Um, yeah, I just love that he like, you know, he's had this whole crisis of being like, well, is it is it worth it anymore? Is it like... I've, is it even I've, right? There's so much blood on my hands, I can't even hold my daughter anymore. You yeah. Know? Like, he's has that in his mind, and then he's just like, you know what? I don't care if this is about revenge. I don't care if it's about yeah. justice. We're just fucking saving the planet. Yeah, so good. Ah, he's so good. Um, and then Red will finally talk to us, right? Yep. Oh, and another thing too: when Barrett stands up, all the other characters oh, look, they at all him. look at him. Yeah, they're they, all they kind of like stuff. surprised. They're like, "What the fuck?" They're <laughs> all like, "Yeah." They're all looking into the bonfire and having these like. Aerith like, is having these thoughts. existential thoughts about being yeah. the last of her kind. Tifa is going through whatever's going through yeah. her mind. Kate Everyone... Sith is on fucking. Yuffie's like, "Damn, I need some material." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yuffie's just fucking bored. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he stands up. He like breaks the silence. Yeah. Everybody's like, "Oh shit, what?" Yeah. <laughs> I imagine, um, like, people at the... Like, Bugenhagen, like, looks out his window like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I like, I like the way that Red goes into his story, too, is that he doesn't, like... He just, he just goes, goes into yep. it. He just says, uh, long ago, when I was still very small, and we were all around this flame, no, never mind. It's about my parents. 
When I talk about my mother, I'm full of pride and joy, and that's fine. But when I talk, when I think of my father, my heart is full of anger. And then Bugenhagen walks up yeah. out of nowhere. He just, he, yeah, he just says, you really can't forgive your father. And then he slowly floats into mm-hmm. the scene. Yep. And, uh, Re, you know, Ray says, of course, he left mother for dead. When the Gi tribe attacked, he ran off by himself, leaving mother and the people of Cosmo Canyon, or of the canyon. Which I assume that when we talk to that, um kid at the very entrance when he was talking about the one time the flame went out yeah i assume they're talking about the invasion of the gi tribe yeah i thought it was that yeah as well um so bugenhagen wants to take us he says come to naki just something you should see uh but the place may be dangerous so cloud will you and one more person come yeah and uh so he's gonna take us off somewhere right and we get to choose who to bring and i brought uh yuffie here's our favorite part of the podcast who did everyone bring who did everybody bring (laughs) so you brought you brought yuffie i originally went with Aerith. yeah and then I talked to Tifa. And she says, can I, I go too? And I was like, well, fuck. Yes, you can. Like, I Yeah, if you really then, want to. And then yeah. I, I, I got Tifa into my party and I talked to uh, Aerith. And she was just, uh, I forget what she said, but it wasn't as like enticing as like, yeah. hey, can I go too? Because like nobody else uh, asks says, you to go. Yeah, she says, I wonder what he wants to to show Red 13. Yeah, I thought. And I was that, like, all right, you, you've lost your chance. Aerith. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because I thought the same thing. I was like, I want to go with you, V. But then I talked to Tifa and I was like, God, I really want to take Tifa now. Because like, she's the only person who actually asks you to go along yeah i do like what yuffie says oh she says she says i wonder what he wants to show them hmm maybe it's materia that's been passed down for generations (laughs) kate Kate just says dangerous count me out yeah yeah (laughs) which i almost spitefully was like well motherfucker you're yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, complaining about it now you gotta do 10 more push-ups yeah (laughs) so so we go back up to the level just underneath the observatory that we can get to, like, some of the shops from. Yeah. And there's, like, just a big metal door. It was there originally, too. Yeah, there was, like, a little kid walking around outside and of it. Oh, the little kid, too. He says, I wonder how they shut it. You think it's with super glue? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the Professor uh, Farnsworth in that one Futurama where the bomb is in vendor, and he's just like, it's stuck in there with glue or something. I don't know. <laughs> so good. Um, but, yeah, so you talk to Bugenhagen. You get him to open the door. It's and hilarious how he opens the door, by the way. Oh, he touches a barrel. And the barrel opens up and a little button comes yeah, out. Yeah, a button raises up out of the barrel and he hits the button. Yeah. Yeah, it opens it. The door also opens in a weird way. Like, I thought it would just, like, you know, like, like, uh, kind yeah. of, like, it just mm, go float. Up. Yeah, go up. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, there's, what, like. What, what's that word? Go, go what's up. What's the, yeah, what's the direction that's not down, left, or right? <laughs> You're thinking of, like, a Death Star door or something. Yeah, like that's, yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Um. But instead, there's like two slats, and it's like in the middle of it. Yeah. Like the top part of it goes to the left, and the right part of it goes, or yeah. the bottom part of it mm-hmm. goes to the right. Yeah. Oh. And there is like a like caution markers, like the yellow and black stripes around yeah. the doorway. Uh, and then Red says, "Okay, you lead the way, Grandpa." And I love that Bugenhagen's like, "Whoa, are you crazy? It's dangerous in there." He's like, yeah, didn't didn't you hear me? It's dangerous. Yeah, he goes, "You want an old he want an old man like me to go first? I'll be right behind you." Yeah. <laughs> so good. And then, I love this next screen too. God, it's so cool. Uh, so like, yeah, you describe it. You you, you started, so you go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah. If you try to leave, Bugenhagen's like, oh, okay, like hurry back. I can't leave this door open oh, forever. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you go back, you start kind of climbing down, and there's like ladders that lead down to like slight little like cliff faces that you. It's like a yeah. ladder, and then like a rope, and then another ladder and another rope. But each time you go down, Cosmo Canyon's music gets like a lower and lower, and it fades out a little bit more. Yeah, and you start climbing down, and then you start seeing like a weird green glow. Yeah, to the cave walls. Yeah, and then you you get down to yeah. where like the cave kind of like goes into like an hourglass shape. Yeah, and you climb all the way down into a little like orb 
orb-like room. Yeah, like a dome. That's yeah. the, like just everything is green. You see a, a, a light coming through from a cave. And the quiet, and the music's super quiet. Yeah, at it's that like point. very. You can hear it. Th- yeah. I also like that not only does it like as you go down, it transitions to like this weird green glow. Also, like on the top floor, there's like some machinery and some boxes, and every layer you go down there's less of that stuff yeah until it's just the cave yeah right? it's, it's really awesome. good so cool but yeah so we go to the next area and so what is this area called this i think it's we have the name uh, of these so the, fr- the part that we were just in was called the sealed cave yeah and this is called the cave of ghee that's what i was i thought it might be like the yeah. ghee caves or the yeah. cave of ghee or something like that yeah so um so yeah so we're in this cave and this is like uh well i guess bugenhagen's actually going to tell us what it what its history is, so I won't go into that until we get there. Yeah, but it's it's just kind of like a general, it's a it's a cave system, you know what I mean? Like yeah. nothing too like crazy. Uh, the second screen's got like lava and shit. Yeah, which is pretty fucking wild. But um, yeah, the first room that we're in, there's like a bunch of small little doorways that yeah. we can go to, like little smaller caves, like offshoot ones. And in the back of each one, there's like a rock, funny looking rock, funny looking rock, and you're able to break them. And uh, you get into a battle when you break them, right? And like, yeah. So I went this is through like Pokemon all over again. Yeah, <laughs> I went through. Um... <laughs> yeah, you break one and a Shuckle comes out. <laughs> Hell yeah! Shout out to Shuckle. Shuckle is also spooky. Hey, Shuckle, come <laughs> on our podcast. Spo- <laughs> spooky is amazing. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, like this part, I got kind of like moving super forward. There's a weird puzzle in a part of Final Fantasy VIII that involves like hitting boulders and like making them yeah, fall in a certain in way the lunatic and like Pandora. i yeah like i thought it was that and i was like oh shit is this a puzzle that i'm gonna fuck up because like the first thing that you kind of see that's what i thought too is a blue materia that's like on a cliff that you yeah. can't quite reach yet so i was like i don't want to fuck this up and like accidentally miss that whatever material right. that is. that's exactly what i thought too so i was worried about it and i was going around and i think I think all of the caves, I might be wrong about this, but Cloud says mm. a funny looking rock, except yeah. one of them is an odd looking rock. Oh, is that? And I went to the topmost one first that I think was the odd looking rock. Yeah. And when you hit mm. it, a, mm. a passageway to the next screen opens. Yeah. And then all of the other ones, if you break the funny looking rocks, it starts a battle with, uh, what are they called? The, uh, the, the, the gee. The uh, gee spirit. Specter. Specter, yeah. yeah. Inspector gee. They're metal as fuck looking. <laughs> Yo, they're super yeah. cool. They're very like dark soulsy. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. They got like yeah. a, a spear. They're like the hollows in the fucking undead church. They're like church. hollows, yeah. Yeah. yeah they have spears and like cloaks. Yeah, yeah. they, they're where, they, they kind of look a little bit like um, Garo's from Majora's Mask, if you've seen yeah, them. Yeah. They're like yeah. little Grim Reaper guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also looks like they have like maybe some feathers like sticking out of the back of the cloak. Yeah, they they one hundred percent look like if uh, Dark Souls Hollows uh, were just wearing like Moon Knights. Uh, yeah, like cloak from Marvel Comics. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at concept art. It looks real cool. Yeah, it looks kind of like a more tribal version of like an Iron Maiden. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, oh, that is rad as hell. Hell yeah. Rad. So they're Eddie yeah. <laughs> of Iron Maiden lore, but uh. Yeah, so you're able to go to the next screen, and you can't get that materia yet that you're talking about. So, like, no matter what you're doing here, it doesn't really affect that. Yeah, you have to go to the next screen. Yeah. So, every time we do a screen transition here, Bugenhagen stops, and our party kind of goes out, and he talks to our party about the history of the cave. And so here he says, everyone here is a ghost of the Gee tribe killed in a certain battle. And Red's like, oh, certain battle? And he says, "Uh, the vengeful spirits of the Gee didn't disappear and couldn't return to the live stream. We still have far to go. 
And uh, yeah. so we go to the next section, which is the lava section, right? Mm-hmm. And then the part with the fucking oil slick. Oh my god, it got me. I, I played it relatively recently, so I was like, I know what to do here. Yeah, so you walk into the screen, and there's like a bridge area, and there's like an underpass that has like a chest on it and stuff. And yeah. You have to walk through, and there's this like weird looking stuff on the ground that you don't even really think about <laughs> yeah. until if you're running on it, yeah. you slip and fall into the wall, and spikes come out <laughs> the and the like, wall and do so you. much damage. Yeah, like it got red down to like I, I had just healed. I used like cure two on yeah. my entire party, yeah. and then I hit this and I had to do it again because like everyone was down in in yellow. Like red was oh, on man. one yeah. HP. Yeah. I didn't so notice. I didn't notice until the next uh, battle, and I was like, why is everyone almost dead? I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I took a nap before we came down here. <laughs> That's yeah, it's so crazy. Um, I think it's also important to note because it's not important at all to note, but the music changed here as well, yeah. and it's just the Trail of Blood again. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's like the most used song in this game. So it far. might be. Yeah, I, it's good for it's like denoting. that or Heart of Anxiety. So yeah. is this Lava or Blood? <laughs> that's a good point. I thought it was lava because it's a video game and lava exists in. Every it looks video like it's like boilingy. Yeah, why I would say it's like. I'm gonna blood. say it's blood because that's way more metal. That's fair enough. Uh, but it's yeah, it's just she, a good sauce. So if you yeah, <laughs> so if you don't uh, fall into the wall, or even if you do fall into the wall, you can head south from there back yeah. into the room we were just in and get the added effect materia, which is really good. Which is really cool. I meant to look up all the details of it, and so I did not. So it's the same sort of thing as Elemental, uh, right? Elemental except it's not oh. for, like, an Elemental material. It's, it's for, So if you have Mystify or stuff, whatever, yeah. like Toad and small uh, and Mini, yeah. mm. uh, that will be added to your weapon or to your uh, armor. So if you, if you use that on your... I was you use it with time magic? I don't think so. I, I, I would know. have to look that up. But it mm. does work with, like, Mini and Toad. And even if you only have the, the portion of that... Um, that materia that only has mini, you can still attack people and turn them into frogs. Oh, cool. It. Okay. Yeah. So it's just according to whatever the materia is. Not yeah. So there's certain materias that work with it and it just adds that effect. It's okay. Like, so you can confuse things or, you know, turn them into a toad. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so the, the little, the blood area again, uh, you were talking about how there's like little bridges and treasure chests and yeah. you can get another weapon for Kate Sith mm-hmm. and an ether. I love it. Yeah. It's the mm. black megaphone or yeah. as it's written, the black M phone. M phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then ether, I noticed here, like I was real hmm. short on ether. I only had four. And this, and I like, think probably because I sold all the ones that I got, <laughs> yeah, the ones you stole. Yeah. Um, and um, we mentioned that like breaking those rocks will get you into random encounters with the uh, the gee specters and stuff. Yeah. But there's also mm. random encounters in here, and this Yo, is a tough fucking cave. I was like the, over level. The difficulty ramps up here. Yeah. And like I think that's like a thematic thing for what we're about to like find out. But like yeah, it's really hard in this cave. Yeah. It really like is. he wasn't kidding when he said it's dangerous. Like I was also over leveled. All of the fucking enemies, like maybe not one hundred percent of them, but maybe one hundred percent of them cast fucking death or uh, yeah, like or uh, death sentence, death, death sentence, sentence which is an enemy skill that you can learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it just causes you to die after like a sixty m- seconds. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I know there's sneaky steps, mm. which are the, yeah, yeah, that's the sneaky name. steps. Yeah, sneaky mm. steps. Um, the uh, the Heg, which is again like another the snake. It's, it's the baby Zalem with two snakes for. But it's yellow this time. Yeah. 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 Which they're uh, so I know I talked last time about how like Titan will ruin some fucking days or whatever. Every time I would get into a battle with like the five or six Hegs or whatever, uh-huh. I'd be like, "Fuck this! It's Titan time, Hell baby! Yeah. Fury of the Earth, boom!" Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. I found out the hard way that cool. Titan only <laughs> works on enemies that are on the ground. Oh, really? So I guess that makes sense. A boss fight that we're coming up to doesn't oh, do shit on Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> and so I wasted a lot of uh, MP with no ethers. Uh, 
what does it say? The Hegs, too. So I, uh, Yuffie had Ice 2 with all. Mm-hmm. That wrecks their world. Yep. It does so much damage yep. to Hegs. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I guess that would ma- mean it's probably lava just because... Uh, yeah. It could. I mean, we could infer fu- that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. So I don't want to talk about this enemy yet. So, there's no sauce elements. No sauce <laughs> elements. So the th- there is elemental. an enemy I want to talk about, but I don't want to talk about yeah. them yet until we get to the next screen where they're actually at. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck the... Oh, These things it. suck. Oh my God, they suck. Uh, but so again, before we go to the next room, Bugenhagen turns around and says, as you can see, this cave leads to the back of Cosmo Canyon. Even though the Gi were out, even, I'm sorry, even though the Gi outnumbered us, they could not attack through here because the passage was too narrow. Mm-hmm. And like Red just says dot, dot, dot. And I feel like he's beginning to he's piece. He's starting to piece some shit together. Yeah, which I didn't piece together at this point. Yeah. I, I was like, ooh, because I'm a fucking scrub and an idiot. <laughs> and he says, let's move on. So we get to the next screen mm-hmm. and there are five little caves yep. and it absolutely looks like a fucking foot. Like, do you oh, have yeah. a do you yeah. have a picture of it? it looks oh like no, a, that I didn't notice that. It looks like a foot. Like yeah. it looks like you're walking into the toes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> basically, it's just like a little area where you can go into five different little caves, and like the outermost ones loop around D- to each other. To they each don't, other. Yeah, they don't go. Anywhere. They don't even go here. They don't even go anywhere. <laughs> uh, the middle one also doesn't go anywhere. It just stops. You just walk into it, and you just can't go any further. Right. So the second mi- to th- from the left, the second and the fourth one you can go into. Oh okay. yeah. And there are. Sp- Spider webs mm-hmm. immediately after you walk out. Cue, no doubt, spider webs. I'm going to put that in oh, there. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you guys have a recording of your version of it? No. Damn. No. Alex Damn. and I are in a no doubt cover band. Like, yeah, if you're in the Philadelphia area. And you can... We barely have recordings of our other band. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. Um, but when you touch the, uh, the spider webs, an enemy called Stinger comes out. Says, sorry, I'm not home right now. Leave a message and it'll call you back. Yeah, all right. Uh, yo, and this thing fucking sucks. Yeah, Singer this thing sucks. fucked me up. What it, it's got? It's got these two moves. Uh, what was it? I got sting bomb, mm-hmm. and I didn't write the other one down. Ah, sting. No, Both sting, sting bomb, and rabbit gouge. Rabbit yeah, gouge. Yeah, yeah. Yo, sting bomb and rabbit gouge do so much fucking damage. Yeah. Holy shit! These things are fucking. I think sti- they look like I daddy think sting bomb might be a percentage. It might be. Maybe. Cause I got hit with it when I was. I I was just afraid of these things, so I kind of just plowed through. Like, oh, okay. like, is there a way to avoid these encounters? I don't think there I don't is. Think so. Like, I don't think there's a thing that you can do to get rid of the web without mm. actually walking into it and starting the battle. Yeah. But an interesting thing about they're this real battle, motherfuckers. It's kind of a mini bosses. I would say. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's a lot of them in a row because they have they like take a lot of hits. Like I'm pretty sure I used beta on one of yeah. them and it like didn't kill it. Yeah, they're they're real strong. Yeah, and I, I also it's only um, mo- I I went through multiple limit breaks each time because they do so much damage at once that like every time they hit I was just limit breaking again, but I was almost dead every time. Yeah. So yeah, it was real rough. Um, I was also trying to steal from one of them at one point because I was like, oh shit, they might have like a really good item. I keep yeah. I keep getting like couldn't steal, so I was like, I know it has something. Yeah. These things are tough as shit. I think they might be unique to this area. I want to make sure I'm not missing something that I can't get again. Yeah. And I kept trying. And then like, I finally looked it up because it was taking so long and I was almost dead. Yeah. yeah. And it was like an ether or something. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. this. <laughs> I will spend the 500 gil. Like yeah. get the fuck out of <laughs> right. here. Yeah. They're real. They're real assholes. Like you said though, they, they're 
they're like green daddy long legs, right? Yeah, they're exactly. real big. They're real, yeah. real big. Yeah, four legs. It's yeah, yeah. Right. It, it's crazy that like it's not an intimidating looking spider. I mean, all spiders are intimidating, but it's not like a giant tarantula or anything. Like it right. looks like real. I was like, ah, oh, these things are gonna be pushovers, and they fucking instantly like fuck your world so up. It's weird. like the Half Life Two Walker thing. It's a little yeah, yeah. yeah. one extra leg. The crab <laughs> people. Crab heads. No, the, the long like searcher ones, like the giant tall. Oh, in the half life two, when you're yeah. uh, after the beach section, I think is where they pop up. Is that right? The striders. They look right. like half life striders, yeah. or so I'm told. Yeah, and uh, if you yeah, they look a lot like half life striders. <laughs> if you go deep into the half life two lore, um, their actual names are Aragorn. Thank you. I'll give it. I'll give it to you. Um, but uh, a weird thing happened to me in one of the battles where um, I think the one where I was trying to steal from it. I think it might have run out of uh, MP. Oh, really? Because I just got a thing at the top of the screen that said Stinger's skill power is used up. Really? Which I had never seen before. That's wild. Like, that's crazy. If you go too far past Cosmo Canyon, the spider breaks down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, so you can Yo, get a. I would love to ride a spider to climb over mountains and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would rule. Well, good news, Alex. Yeah, just wait <gasps> five more episodes. We uh, get a spider. No, yeah, yeah, you get a giant spider. Uh, dope. <laughs> a walker named Sid. Um, you have to walk around the desert uh, outside of Cosmo Canyon sixty-nine times exactly, right. and then you get the spider. You have to um, lose to Gary on the SSN, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then come back when you have strength and move the truck. <laughs> Uh, so in this room, you can also get a turbo ether and a fairy ring, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, fairy ring is going to like prevent instant death because everything here does death. Kills you, yeah. And it just prevents poison and darkness. So, Yeah, like, which is, and I think it's, it might be an item that we could have already gotten somewhere else. I Maybe might, so. I might be wrong about that. I'm probably wrong about that, but. It, it could be. Fairy ring uh, rings a bell. No pun yeah. intended. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, first time I didn't intend upon. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, when we get to the next room, this is like the next to last. I think there was also an X potion in here, but who gives a shit? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot to take a picture of it. You're absolutely right. Um, so speaking Bugen of, Hagen, yeah, speaking of Iron Maiden, I'm just saying the next screen. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, hell before, yeah. So before we get there, uh, so Bugenhagen talks to us here. He says, this warrior went through the cave all alone, fighting attackers one after another. And then Red says, Grandpa, that warrior, like he's going to ask him a question. And Buhane just says, ho, 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 we're almost there. Mm-hmm. And then we walk in and then fucking, it's Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Donald Duck. Donald Duck is right there. He's standing in flames and it looks way cooler than yeah. that time separate. <laughs> yeah. No, I was saying he was the warrior, but that works too. No, that's what I mean. And no, oh, I mean, okay. he's still here, yeah. He's still here. Okay. No, but like, for real, for real though, like... We've been talking about it. Like I said, I was over-leveled at this point and almost died a bunch of times. Like, this place is fucking tough. So there was a warrior who was just in here fighting this shit off, like, single-handedly. Right, right. that fucking rules. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. But in the next screen, um, it's just like a cave. (laughs) Literally. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Like, a little bridge kind of thing. Like, a cave. Like, it's... The the cave is, like, becoming a bridge. It's a small room. Yeah, over lava. And there's just this, like insanely metal looking fucking face. Fucking Eddie. That, that's Eddie from Iron Maiden. Yeah, that's seriously. the Iron Maiden fucking face. It's 
gruesome as fuck. It's like it a, a demon, metal. yeah, demon-looking face, just yeah. cool as shit. And like this whole time, Bugenhagen's been like, "Oh, this cave is this, and this is here, and blah blah blah." And so, like, when I went in, I was like, "False sense of security." Bugenhagen's getting ready to tell me what this face is all about. Yeah, and he says, and he goes, "Oh, what is this?" And I was like, "Oh no, that's not good." <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought this was gonna be the thing you wanted to show me. Yeah, and and uh, Red says, "Grandpa, mm. is he?" And then he says, "After death, the ghosts of the gi like stagnant air." This can't be. And, like, I think it's also important to mention that, like, this weird, like, ghoul face mm. on the wall is, like, the same color as the as the cave. Yeah. So it kind of just looks like it's, like, a weird carved statue or something. Like, yeah. Like, until Bugenhagen's, like, this can't be. Like, there's no sign moves. of it, like, necessary. Yeah, it moves. Its eyes glow fucking, like, white. And its mouth, like, opens up. And it does this, like, kind of... Goofy face. Yeah, kind of hilarious looking, like, weird face of, like... It, it looks like Large Marge's face from TV. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. And then it, like, uh, comes uh, up towards the screen and mm. in, like, a battle transition, like, way. Yeah, Where it, like, yeah. spirals in. So I just have this cool-ass fucking haunted ass picture oh that is so rad oh wow yeah that's art right there so we'll, we'll tweet that out but yeah it just okay. comes up towards the thing and then we're in a boss battle which is natty gi is that it <laughs> uh it is gi natak yeah i'm saying natty, natty i like natty gi though. <laughs> so we're, we're fighting natty gi we got the natty splatties <laughs> um yeah so <laughs> So this dude is like he's so, like a larger one of the gee specters. Yeah. He's a little more ornate. Like mm-hmm. I mean he's the he's the chief. He's gi. like the chieftain, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and he's accompanied by two like sentient fireballs. Soul flames. Soul or flames. soul fire. Yeah, yeah. And um Do we wanna right now tell everybody how you could beat it or wait till the end? Uh, let's wait till, let's the, wait end. till the end. It'll be more hilarious because I completely forgot. Until oh, okay, great. So I did this. I did yeah. this all regular, and it was not easy. Fantastic. Okay, um, so but it, so I actually thing had has, a great time with it. I didn't have yeah. any fucking problem with this guy. I I'm had rolling. real fucked up materia oh, okay. uh, things here, and like almost no MP and no ethers and shit. So I was just like, well, well, check this out. This is my setup that I had. Okay, I had Cloud, UV, and Red, and Cloud had Cure Two. Cure hurts this boss because it's undead. Yeah. So it was doing like 1,500 damage, yep. which I have not done anywhere near that much damage this whole game. That yeah. is the most by far that I've put out. I was like, oh my god. And uh, UV has Ice 2, which does like 1,000. Yep. And then I had Red with Shiva. And so like every turn, I was just like, boom, 1,000, boom, 1,000. <laughs> just like rolling this dude. Yeah, I don't know why I had the Materia set up that I did, but like... So, like, Red 13 had, like, 43 MP, uh, Tifa had, like, 68, and Cloud <laughs> had, like, the mm-hmm. most MP, but only had, like, enemy skill. Oh, so with Cloud, no. I used, I was mm. like, you know what? I think I had already taken down the flames, and I was like, I'm going to use Aqua Lung. I did too! And it Be- does nothing! nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> I think um, it, it also, we should note Ugh. that, uh, th- like, it, mm. it kind of looks like, you know, a bigger version of the Gee Spectres, like you were saying. Except it doesn't have, like, a lower body. It no, just has just a, a spine, spine dangling down God, from its, so like, cloak. Brutal. Yeah, it's, it's so cool looking. so rad. Uh, and so oh, the, I thought those were tiny little legs dangling there. No, nope. yeah. <laughs> like nope. he's super tiny, like a super tiny thin leg. He's, like, just he like, skipped leg day. Yeah, <laughs> he skipped our second episode. Is that yeah, episode two? the third one. Is that third? third one. Yeah, yeah, shit. Um, so the the soul flames or soul fires. Uh, yeah. So what they do is like he'll he'll be like go, you know, he'll he'll point to one and yeah. it'll possess one of your party members. Yep. And then that party member will cast fire two on itself, mm-hmm. and which so, heals it. Mm- 
no, I mean like when it possesses you, yeah. it causes you to essentially cast fire too on, on yourself. On yourself, yeah. Which does damage. But it also can cool. cast fire too on itself to heal that, itself. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's also true, yeah. So that's kind of like the 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 thing of this. Yeah, the gimmick. The gimmick, that's where I was in yeah, for. The, um, yeah, so... I beat him with Tifa's yeah. Limit Break because... Okay. Which, like, I had, like, four of at this point. Okay. And, and uh, so, so I was able to, like... Like, that's what I needed to do to beat it. Like, yeah. I would have beat it. It just would have taken a lot longer. But yeah. I, like, got that Limit Break. I was like, thank fucking God. <laughs> yeah, dude, I fucking... I fucking trucked through this yeah. motherfucker. But... Like Alex was getting ready to say, Alex, is there another way that we could possibly beat if this? If only there was an easier way. If only way. there was an easier way. Don't you hate it when this happens? <laughs> there's, according mm. to the wiki, there's apparently four <laughs> ways to do this, but there's a way to kill it instantly. Yep. Using an X potion, an elixir, yeah. or a phoenix down, but... Phoenix down, phoenix down has a chance to miss, yeah. but also mm. there was just that I mm. mentioned in passing. Oh yeah, there's an X potion in this chest, whatever. Yeah, like they're probably yeah. just like, no, just fucking use that. Yeah, you can you can just throw an X potion or an elixir at this boss, and it will just instantaneously kill him. Yeah. And I've never fought him the right way before. I was like, no, this time it's it's for the pod. I'm gonna do it, Hell you know. Yeah. But the like I've always just been like, oh fuck this guy, <laughs> and just threw the thing out of him. Oh yeah, and of was course. Done. Yeah, the spell life mm. also works. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can use life, which mm. I think one of my mm. team members had. Really, and like I saw. Oh, like when I scanned it in the beginning to see how much uh, HP it had. Yeah. I saw that it was weak against holy, yeah. but I didn't think, I didn't put Is life holy? In this it is, I think. Really? I th yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, in the wiki, when I was like looking it up, it was like, oh, you can use a phoenix down. I was like, fuck, I yeah. need that. <laughs> I forgot. Yep. So, holy base ability. Okay. So he gives us a wiser staff. Not gives us. We yeah, kill he, him he, and he, acquire a wiser staff. Which oh, doesn't it doesn't look the same as his like spear thing that he's holding, which I was oh, a little disappointed yeah, in. Yeah. But I read that oh, be wizard. Yeah. Maybe it is wizard. I read w wiser. It's W I Z. -E it's a Z, so yeah. it's not like the word wise. It's not yeah. like being wiser than somebody. So it could be wizard. I mean, I don't know. It, the wizard. You know what? It's fantasy. It's fucking. It's so bad. It's, it's so bad. That's a wizard, Annie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Bugenhagen thanks you. He says, oh, because of you, we survived. Uh, Nanaki, you've grown strong, too. And um, he says, now I know bringing... It wasn't a mistake to bring you here. I have something I want to show you. It's right over here. I love what uh, Nanaki mm. says to... Oh, I'm to sorry. I skipped right over No, that's okay. Because Bugenhagen's like, you've grown strong. Like, basically, yeah. I'm like, I'm really proud of you. Like, I was right to bring you to this very dangerous place. And <laughs> Red 13's just like, oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I was going to skip over because I was just like, oh, we'll just get through the text. But yeah, he does say that, yeah. Um, also, mm. after the battle, uh, did we mention that a green materia drops yes. down? And oh, I meant, no, up. I didn't mention it, but okay, yes, I, it, it does. <laughs> I didn't want to do that again, which, like, when I listen back, I'm like, oh, my God, he just fucking said that. Shut up. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's a gravity materia. Demi. Wait, Demi is it, is it is Demi it? in this game, or is it just gravity? That's a good question. I didn't actually look look at it. Anyway, the in, materia is gravity. It's the gravity materia. I think the spell it casts might be Demi. In most of the games, it's called Demi. Yeah, That's yeah. That's usually what it is. Gravity. Yeah, Demi, Demi 2, and Demi 3 in this yeah. game. So, yeah. um, and... Mm -hmm. Basically, what that does, it's a gravity-based spell, which means that it's a percentage. We d we talked right. about this before with uh, an enemy that was like in, I think, in the prison that like, probably, I think yeah, the bouncing yeah, masks the had a, a gravity like, yeah. attack like mm -hmm. in self destruct that it'll only do a percentage of your damage, so you can shell out a ton of damage. Like if yeah, you, real fast. Yeah, so I think on, on an enemy that it's 
weak to. The thing is, like, bosses usually can't yeah, be touched with Demi. Exactly. Um, um, when we get to FF8, we'll talk about fucking... A lot of bosses can be. Yeah, fucking <laughs> rules. What? It's always like, But it's always a thing where, like, if you're at a certain level, you, you'll use it a couple <clears throat> of times, like, the highest form of it. And it'll be like, 9999999999999999. And then, like, finally, it'll be, like, 6666 or whatever. Oh, thank God. Now it's almost... Now it's under 10,000 HP and I can do it. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. And the Demi 1, 2, and 3 do different percentages. That's kind of what they yeah. are in this game. You so like one, is th- one is three fourths, uh, two is a half, and three is a fourth. Like it leaves it. No, wait, other way around. Oh, yeah, leaves it at a fourth. Yeah, Lower yeah, yeah. target HP to one fourth. At yes, level. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I did that back. I'm reading yeah, the right, thing, and it does right, it backwards. Yeah. I just. Yeah, left out good. the first part where that puts it in context. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would the later <laughs> ones only do a fourth? Like, yeah. Um, is it good enough <laughs> for Yuffie, though? <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like she would like this one. Yeah, it's an attack material. It's you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's real, real basic like that. Yeah. So doesn't yeah. doesn't think the MP HP plus materials are good. You forget out of get here. Get out of here. Get out of here. If you come on the pod and defend yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so material snob. So we talked about this a little bit before the podcast started as well. That like I feel like I'm old now, and that everything makes me cry now. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh, I've I've become old and emotionally weak. <laughs> like, yep. But like, oh man, this scene, y'all. This scene, y'all. This get this me all scene, choked up. So we go through where the face was, which turns into an opening. Yeah, it just turns into an opening. Yeah. Like that's why mm. Bugenhagen was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck is that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This used to be a cave door. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but my hole. This scene is like mm. so heavy that like mm. when I listen to this track, which I do a lot, I like. I don't think I've mentioned this before, but like in my car, one of the very few CDs that I have is the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. Really? So like I, I have it on pretty regular rotation. Yeah. And like when it gets to this particular song, I always get like a little misty eyed. Oh, like, like I oh, think about man. it, I'm like it's like, ooh, ooh, there just it hits is. me right oh, in the heart. It just hits different. <laughs> it's, this shit just hits different. So um, you walk in mm-hmm. and Red kind of starts jumping up these like like these little cliff areas yeah we're kind of outside it's it's outside yeah yeah or like like a a very thin it's a narrow canyon yeah Yeah. like one you probably wouldn't see driving around kind of thing like yeah this is probably like the only real way you're gonna see it is by going through this cave yeah so he's he's kind of jumping up and bugen hagen says the warrior who fought against the gi he kept them from taking even one step into cosmo canyon but he was never able to return to town. Look, Nanaki. Look at your father, at the warrior Seto. Ah, it's so crazy! And the camera pans up, and you just see, like, at the top of the cliff face over there, there's, like, a, a statue. Seto Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> there's just a statue um, with, like, a bunch of spikes sticking out of it. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it's and very it's similar like a, looking to Red 13. But it's, like, jacked. bigger and jacked, yeah. and it's main. It looks like a fucking flames it like is yeah. gnarly as fuck and it, it zooms in <laughs> on its face and yeah. it looks like it's just an immense pain just like gritting yeah <sighs> it's like baring its teeth it, it, but yeah it's the same like species as yeah as red, exactly right? and it, yeah it has like so i took these spikes to be spears right yeah it's all exactly. the spears that the gi tribe stuck in in this in character or yeah yeah exactly oh, kind of okay. biblical in a way yeah 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 and um so like and you just see like in the background like a reddish moon and like a very dark purple sky just kind of setting the scene oh god so good and red looks up and just says that that's seto 
And then Bugenhagen says, Seto continued to fight the Gi tribe here to protect this canyon, even after the Gi's poisonous arrows turned his body to stone. Poison and stone are two different status two different effects things. in this game, yeah. Bugenhagen. Get Come your on. shit right. Yeah. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Did anyone use a soft on a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole time he could have come back to town. We yeah. just needed to get it soft. Yeah, they need to go to Costa del Sol and get that famous soft yeah. they sell. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, he says, even after mm. they all ran away, Seto can continued to protect us. And he continues to protect us even now. I just want everybody to know that I threw both my fists up in he the did. air when Carl read that. I big, was like, oh. Big Barrett energy yeah. over there. <laughs> so yeah, good. And Red's just kind of musing on it. He says, even mm. now. Yeah. And then Bugenhagen says, you mm. thought that he was a coward and ran away, but he alone risked his life to protect Cosmo Canyon. That is your father, Seto. Yeah. And then, yeah, and Red says, that, that is Seto. Did mother know? And Bugenhagen says, oh, 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 she knew. Mm. The two of them made me promise to keep this cave shut. They asked me to seal seal it myself and not tell a soul. They said we should forget about this cave. And, and then they, uh, he asks us to leave. The, like, yeah, yeah, he's like, can we get a moment? Yeah, he asks us to leave him alone. Can you go back in the dangerous cave for me, please? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go yeah, wait in that I, hell place that you just escaped. <laughs> all the fucking, like, the geek like, yeah. running after they're us. They're, they're like, hey, these ones turn you to stone, motherfucker. Here, yeah. here it comes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so Bugenhagen talking to Red now alone. Like, they're, they're both standing there yeah. by themselves. He says, Nanaki, I want you to continue your journey with Cloud and the others. And Red's surprised. He's like, oh, Grandpa. And he goes, listen, Naki. Cloud says they are trying to save the planet. Honestly, I don't think it can be done. For e- And this is the, oh, man, this one. Oof. Yeah. Even if they stop every reactor on the planet, it's only going to postpone the inevitable. Even if they stop all the greenhouse emissions into the air, <laughs> there's still multiple degrees of global warming built in. Sorry, what? Even if they stop the Amazon rainforest <laughs> from being set on fire by Bolsonaro. Yeah. Oh, God. Jesus. Even if they stop Sephiroth, everything will perish. But Nanaki, I've been thinking lately, I've been thinking that if there was anything we could do as part of the planet, something to help a planet already in misery, no matter what happens, isn't it important to try? Or am I just wishing against fate? I'm damn. I'm too old to do anything about it. This year, I'll be 130. Oh. Oh, this is why, Nanaki, you must go with them for my sake. And, you know, again, uh, Red's just kind of musing. He's like, oh, Grandpa. And he goes, I wanted to show you your real father before you left. I'm so glad that you came back while I was still alive to show you. And Grandpa, you know, uh, uh, Red says, oh, Grandpa, don't talk like that. I don't want to think of life without you. And Bugenhagen's like, oh, well, I've had a long life. Mm-hmm. And, like, Red's just not having it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Grandpa, you must live. I will see to it. <laughs> I'll, see, I'll see to what's happening to the planet, and I'll come back to tell you. And so he's like real fired up, yeah, you know. And he's and like, and, and Bugenhagen's like Nanaki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes, I am. Uh, so Red says, I am Nanaki of Cosmo Canyon, the son of the warrior Seto. I'll come back a warrior true to that noble name. So please, Grandpa. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, like, it. I guess I can't really tell here. It's like small blue green there's, circles yeah, just start kind of falling from the start sky falling, yeah and there, there's like a little noise that's playing as they fall too I yeah think. like a little like chime yeah, yeah. Like a little and uh bugenhagen says oh that's seto's like possessive seto's mm-hmm. and uh red says oh seto father and you look up and the fucking statue is crying mm-hmm. there are tears coming out of the fucking statue yep what? Yeah, and and Red just kind mm. of looks up and starts howling. Oh, he starts howling. Fuck, man. Man, that's where it gets me right there. God damn. You got the fucking the statue. Fucking tears are coming out of the statue after hearing 
Red's speech yeah, about after, how he's going to come back and be worthy of the name. Yeah. And then he, like, Red's howling up at his fucking father. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my his, god. His father that for, like, so Red's what, like, what did he say, 48? 48. So for, like, presumably, like, 48 years around that, he's, like, held this hatred for his father, this anger for him inside right. of him. Right. And, like, now it's finally coming to a thing where he's like, I've been a fucking idiot. Yeah, like, I know. For all this time, like, I've, yeah. I've been ashamed of my father, and he is the reason I'm here. He's the reason we're all here. Yeah. And, like, the... Also, like, the sound that they play for mm-hmm. Red Howling or whatever, like, mm-hmm. like, I get it, like, it's a... You know, it's a PS1 era game, right? So, like, there's, like, the compression and the sound quality that comes along with it. But, like, they picked a perfect yeah. sample for it because it's like somewhat proud but somewhat pitiful at yeah. the same time which is why I'm just like oh it gets me it gets me so much it gets me right here another thing with the oh, the Lord. sound design here is just that like I, I don't know if it's actually intentional um, or if it would even be possible to make that intentional but every time I've played this I'm pretty sure when I hit like when I'm going through the dialogue and hitting A and everything yeah. just the pacing of it it starts when it's like panning up to the statue that's when the drums start kicking in once right. it shows Seto so it's like dun, 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 dun. Oh, it's and so it's good. just so like overwhelmingly like kick ass yeah, it's yeah. just like fuck really good scene really yeah. solid scene yeah. here um, and then it it fades out mm-hmm. right and we're back at the bonfire and yeah. the whole team except for Red is there right yeah and they weren't privy to that conversation that yeah. Hagen and red just had so they're all like all right this is this is it for red like yeah he's, he, he's come back he's learned about his father he's ready to protect the canyon again yeah it's time to leave yeah cloud says shall we get going also before that um barrett says uh if your buggy broke down barrett says oh they said they finished fixing the buggy oh okay yeah i didn't know that <laughs> yeah so then cloud stands up and says shall we get going yeah eris says uh this so this is it red 13 uh, Barrett says that's just the way it goes you came in handy at times yeah I love like he's kind of cold about it he's like ah like I, know, I like I their know. begrudging relationship that they I know I know back and forth. like they they give each other shit like he's like ah oh, you came in handy sometimes and then everyone starts kind of walking away towards the uh, the front of town and then you have control of cloud again and get to make your way towards I, I ran around town and I was like I wonder if you can find red or yeah. and like no they're nowhere to be found yeah I don't think you can get back into the cave uh oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah you can't it, get it back to the and that's cave. it's also uh important to um note that 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 area the the cave of Gi is like inaccessible for the rest of the game yeah, yeah the yeah. kid's back there though and he, he says no it doesn't open how does he seal it with a huge magnet yeah yeah I yeah, saw that too yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, a new like, theory now a new theory about how it's sealed I love nice. it nice I yeah so I, I read that and I didn't even think about that versus the it, glue that's really funny yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, Red, so as soon as we're leaving, like as soon as we start taking the last stairway out, Red runs up to us and says, oh, wait for me, I'm coming too. Mm-hmm. And uh, he and Bugenhagen come down and say, uh, Bugenhagen says, Cloud, please look after Nanaki. And Cloud's confused. He's like, what happened? And Red just goes, oh, I think I grew up a little. That's what happened. And he just runs off. And he and runs, like, off. runs down. Yeah, he runs down the stairs. Uh, and Bugenhagen just says, ho, 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 come back whenever you need my knowledge. And that's, yeah, that's, that's Cosmo it. Canyon. Yeah. Cool. That's what Cosmo a, Canyon, baby. What the <laughs> feels? Goddamn. The Cosmo Canyon feels. Oh. Yeah. So. I'm tearing up. Did we grow up? I think we grew up a little bit. That's what happened. That's that's We grew up a little with our 20 hours of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love this part so much. I know. It's so good. Uh, so the next section that we're going to play, I also really enjoy. Yeah. I feel like it's actually plot light, though. I think so, yeah. Yeah, even though... You would think it would be insanely plot heavy, yeah. Because we are going to Cloud's hometown next, yep. Nibelheim. Yep. 
uh, which is I I think I'm gonna have a lot of fun with yeah. doing on the podcast. I think it's gonna be a really enjoyable episode because instead of like reading a lot of dialogue, there's not really a lot of that. There's some. Yeah, there's a little bit, but it'll be a lot of like chats about inferring things and like what do you think this means and yeah. like what, what about this guy and stuff like that so i'm like real excited for the next episode but we're gonna be for the listeners we're gonna be tackling uh nibelheim and the nibel mountains yeah nibel mount nibel nibel, nibel? yeah nibelheim Ni- mount nibel Ni- yeah but we'll be going through those sweet sweet two locations <laughs> the, the, the sweet nibbles. Nibbles. But uh, we are, this is our first time actually going there. Yeah. Ooh, boy. Yeah, not in a memory. See how it's changed since the five years since Sephiroth burned it down. Because okay. remember, Sephiroth burned the whole town to the ground. Yeah. Like I'm sure two they, cinders. I'm sure they bounced back. Some good, like. <laughs> With that Rufus effect. <laughs> the Rufus effect put it back. Yeah. <laughs> they probably got some good, mm. like, affordable housing there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a, but maybe I do think it is an important thing to, to point out, though, that it, you know, in its current state, it is burned to the fucking ground. Because that was the last thing that happened with Sephiroth yep. completely torn Five out. years ago. Carl's yep. referring to his mouse pad map right now. Yeah, so I'm thinking about it. Um, is is mm. this technically a different continent than Corel and Gold Saucer? Can I see your mouse? It's connected. Pad. <laughs> I, I think it's... I'll let you mm. consult the... Where's the map? All right, so this is how I, this is how I translate the map. I think that there are three continents. Okay. Maybe four. Yeah. The Arctic one. There's the Arctic one. Yeah. The left one and the right one. And possibly Wutai. Yeah. As a separate continent. Right. So, I mean, it, it, Wutai is a separate continent. What it, about that small little these island? These are up rivers, there in the top though. Corner? Rivers don't separate continents. That's what, I was th- that's what I was thinking, too. So, I just want to make sure that our critique of Cloud being like, wow, the new continent from the continent that he's on. Yeah. Because I guess there may be countries, but countries exist within continents. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I think Cloud's dumb. Cloud's still a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It'll be all right. Uh, do you guys uh, want to say anything else? Let's see. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the stupid, like, how they categorize this stupid map. <laughs> it, says, it says the planet overworld. So I'm guessing <laughs> the new planet. When, so, you know, whenever you leave your house in real life, you're going to Earth's overworld. <laughs> <laughs> um, or like when you leave your city and you get on the highway, you're yeah. like, I'm no longer in the city now. I'm, I'm in the overworld. Hawk, God. Oh, man. You started saying that when you're driving to my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, guys, I'm in the overworld. Yeah, I'm in the overworld. Be there soon. <laughs> Um, no, I don't think there's really anything else though. Other than uh, give us five star review. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, theme music is a remix by DJ Cutman. Featured music by Nubo Ometsu. Check the show notes for a link to that. Subscribe, rate, review. Give us five stars. Tell us what Sephiroth smells like. Arrows are Aerith. Um, what would you get grafted to your arm? What would you have done with the twenty hours of your life that you listened to our podcast? <laughs> What's your favorite <laughs> word for apparatus? Doodad or gizmo? <laughs> Or every FNFF on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail. Also, Carl owes us one tweet that he talked about. In, oh, correct. Yeah. You, you should check our listener. We should check how many listeners we have now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are we see. up to? My mouse. So just so everybody knows, before the show, we were at 1,336 uh, listens over the under the, over the last 90 days. So we are one away from being we elite. True, We're almost elite. Are we true skiers now? I got, what some, we got? I got some news for you guys. Is it mm. good? We are still one away. But oh, we no. are one over in the time oh, we were no. doing it. It's, it's been two listeners. Uh, we're Lee Lieb. 
I've never we're been s- we're Lieb now. <laughs> I've never been so less grateful for a listenership. Yeah. <laughs> so now we need to just get. Uh, I'm not going to do the simple math in my head because we already know how that works. But we need to get to eight thousand and eight. Eight thousand and eight <laughs> listeners. That's our, <laughs> that's that's the that's next, our next cool goal. number. Yeah. Oh, oh Lord. We can get to uh, t- two thousand one hundred, which is the restart code on most routers. <laughs> anyway, this has been every FF. Go f yourself. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, is that our sign off? No, no. One more thing. Carl usually says, "I'll see you in hell." Right? I think I said that once. Okay. Yeah. No. One more thing. Uh, you know how we did Cloud's birthday? Oh yeah. The last episode came out on Squall's birthday. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Squall. Go F yourself. Do you remember all the things I said when I was drunk? I didn't mean to call you that. I'm assuming Alex will fade this out. I don't remember what you said or what you threw at me. Please tell me. up some uh, enemy pages here. Wait. That's a good idea. <laughs> I'm always like, how does he get those so fast? Oh, ski, ski, <laughs> motherfucker. Mm. Oh, ski, uh, so, ski, so, goddamn. So, so Barrett looks at us and says, uh, oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Oh, skeet, skeet, goddamn. <laughs> what do you think they meant by that? Yeah. <laughs> and then Red looks right at the camera and says, y'all twerk it out there a little bit harder than that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he did grow up a little bit today. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, damn, this shit just hits different. <laughs> this episode being definitely fo- hits different. Being 49 just hits a little different. <laughs> <laughs>